0: Welcome everyone to podcast episode number 62 of calling the power ring special all wrestling edition i am your co-host matt turner with me as always the ocean master the aquaman andy header how are
1: we doing good back from freshly back from the beach i'm doing very well tanned and uh not tired i'm fully rested so i'm ready to go after a long car ride back from north carolina the bottom of north carolina (laughs)
0: Jack and Tan ready to go. Yeah, and what we're going to do is just because this past week there's a lot of wrestling shows, we're going to review the NXT show. We're going to review the SummerSlam show. I'm going to take two minutes to go over the show that I did, the PPW show, uh, which oh, yeah. a couple cool things came out of. Uh, I'll go over the Ring of Honor show uh, for what, uh, that I watched last Friday. And then, of course, the meat of the podcast. will go over. We'll wrap up the G1. We'll over the uh, last three nights, the 8-block final, the B block final. Uh, we'll do the uh, you know, obviously the uh, the final night, and then we'll do what we did last year for our podcast. We will do our top ten matches, who our top five MVPs are. So this podcast is going to be about ninety to ninety five percent about wrestling. The other five or ten percent, I'm going to lean on you, partner. I'm going to tag you in right now. I want to know. And the people want
1: to know how was your vacation good real good uh i went down to oak island north carolina so that's at the very bottom in the very bottom southeast corner you can't go any more southeast than north carolina we're, we're actually an hour from myrtle beach so i just was on the beach eating food and taking it easy but i did go to some comic stores the next closest town oh, there's one called southport and there's wilmington north carolina not delaware and they had a cool comic shop i forget the name of it. Oh, memory lane comics and uh, I got uh, Axel Carnage there. And I read it and I thought it was really good. So I got it. I think
0: that's where Michael Jordan's from. from really? How about that?
1: Yeah, the, and you know yeah, what? They I they mean. film a lot of uh, TV shows there. They actually have a movie studio that's like right outside the city. And they were filming Swamp Thing there. But of course, that's canceled. <laughs> and they filmed something else there, too. I was there. oh, uh, Matlock was like a show they uh, did there for years and years. But yeah, I didn't know they filmed so much stuff there. It's a nice town. Like in the, in the downtown, there's like an old time. Uh, shops and stuff on the main street and then the side streets had the uh the comic store so it's a nice town then we were at we're real nice right on the beach so it was a good vacation and i read a bunch of trades so
0: yeah and we're we will get into that next friday uh when we record we're pretty, we're pretty much uh, not unless anything crazy wrestling happens crazy we'll probably flip flop we'll probably do about 80 90 percent comics just to get caught up because you came back from the shore uh, We're recording this on saturday i actually be for the shore on monday morning oh and how long are you so, going for we're coming back. We're leaving Monday morning. We're coming back Thursday nights in four days. Oh, uh, then off uh, Friday, uh, Saturday we have uh, True Wrestling, There's a big show in Bloomfield. And mm-hmm. then
2: uh,
0: Miss Lily be back in school that Monday, so that summer break's over.
1: Wow, yeah, how about it? Went
0: fast. <laughs> it sure did, sure did. But uh, how, how was your how was your weather?
1: Oh, good. It, the only thing that sucked is the one day it rained. The last day we were there, which was uh, yesterday, it started raining in the morning, and like they get crazy thunderstorms around the beach. And then we'd stop and then we'd come back. So we were like, Do we have to decide, instead of waiting until like 1 o'clock at night to leave, we just left around, uh, I think it was like 5 in the afternoon. So, I mean, other than that, the weather was great. It was warm, hot, humid, but that, that's all right when you're at the beach in the sun almost every day. So I really can't complain. So how
0: many days were you worry down there? We about?
1: went, so we went last Saturday night. We drove overnight, got there Saturday morning. Well, Saturday, yeah, around noon. And then we stayed till, uh Friday afternoon. So almost full week.
0: Yeah, so you had, you had six out of seven days good weather. So yeah, pretty Yeah, I can't complain. I
1: mean I did everything everything I wanted to do I got in. So you know I was on the beach, it was in the ocean, so one we day it rains, seen. who cares? Yeah, you're easy going anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure nothing would buy. It could have rained all
0: the it could have rained every day you would just you would
1: have I would have went in the ocean, right? <laughs> you know, the hell with it. Yeah, we would have went to the
0: ocean, we've been doing backflips, you would've had fifty issues of saga, you would have yeah. all set
2: up. Yeah. <laughs> You've
0: been all set up. Now, I know the last two podcasts. We kind of had to rush the ending, so we really didn't get too deep into the G1 as well. Uh, we got deep. We didn't go to, I think two weeks ago, I think it was going out for dinner, and then last week, I wanted to watch the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, which started at 8, and I think it was like 8.10 by the time we wrapped up. Uh, this one, as we record, it is 12.37. I don't have anywhere to be to 8 o'clock tonight, um, no. which will be my couch for the UFC pay-per-view.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't think we'll go that uh, long. I hope not. Oh, my yeah, God.
0: I, mean, yeah, <laughs> I take so every cool.
1: single move. Obviously,
0: yeah, so we, we, we should be good to go, so uh, we won't have to rush anything. So if this goes an hour, it goes an hour and a half, it goes two hours, we're just basically going to say our piece. And that's it, but let's start off with the, we'll, we'll start off with the NXT show.
1: Yeah, so um, I just, uh, I, I didn't finish the main event, better than that, I caught all of it. Not not well, Live, I watched two matches, but we were at the beach on my friends and stuff, so we are doing some stuff. So I caught up today, watched uh, almost the rest of it, except for the main event, and I didn't finish. But you can spoil it for ha- me, It's okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, it was a good show. It was one of the, I mean, it was an all five matches were excellent as always. But just like New Japan and the G1 the past five or six years, I set just at the bar so high when they do these takeovers. This was probably like the worst of the takeovers, but still was like an, you know, like an A- to an A show. Uh, still was an excellent show. Now, how I watched this was, it was on Saturday. So after the PPW show, I drove to my parents' house, which is all of maybe about seven or eight minutes away, because the show was in Scranton, obviously, I'm from O'Forge. So I stayed at my parents' house, I popped open my iPad, and I had a couple beers and watched the show, and my my dad is always curious, you know, my dad watches Rod and SmackDown, that's it. And he'll kind of ask me certain things about other things, so he doesn't know about NXT. But basically, we watched the first match, and he's like, wow, the crowd is going crazy for these guys. So. Start match opened up uh, hot with the Street Profits versus uh, Undisputed Era, as I call them, Red Dragon, yeah, Bobby Fish, Kyle, uh, Kyle O'Reilly. I think this was hands. We knew this was going to be the Street Profits' best match. They're 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 getting much better in the ring. Their personalities and their characters are crazy over. Yeah, the crowd into this. But when you're you know when you're wrestling, they got to be in the top five tag teams in the world. I mean, um, five or six. I would say even you know, Box Briscoes, uh, Lucha Brothers. You know, who am I, you know, I don't know who I'm missing. Maybe show and yell, but I mean yeah. they top five, top six. I thought this was awesome. Not of that, but the crowd is really, really into
1: this. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I mean, Street Profit's not quite at the same level of Undisputed Era. Or maybe the other teams they wrestled when, like, Undisputed Era would take on uh, Gargano and Ciampa. Or, or even uh, Revival when they did. So, I mean, the match I thought it was really good, but you could tell, like, the Undisputed Era is... Uh, a few really. steps beyond street profits, but not against the street profits. So one of them is better. That I, I get them mixed up. Is the skinny one, Angelo? Well, the, the I think I,
0: I you know what I was I thinking about know. this yesterday because I know we're gonna cover this match yeah. because I I, I want to say Angelo's the bigger guy. Okay, I know let I,
1: me click on it and find I, out. You know, like I'm not really Yeah,
0: I think Montez Ford. Now I believe he's he's married to Bianca Belair, the one that does the ginormous, unbelievable frog. Fashion.
1: Oh, okay. He's then that, that he's yeah. the skinnier guy then.
0: I think he's Montez Ford. I want to say Angelo I mean, Dawkins is the bigger guy.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure, just because I don't watch NXT weekly, so I, I, I'm a little lost. Awesome yeah, and and when, they, when they're both on Raw, they just refer to them as Street Profits. And they'll say their names, but they don't say which one's which. So It's yeah. it's just like if the Young Bucks always came out and they said, hey, there's Matt and Nick, and you didn't know which one's which, you'd be like, I don't know which one's it which.
0: It took me two years to figure out which one was what. Really? <laughs> was <laughs> the Young Bucks, yeah. How about that? like they're on PWG and Ring of Honor all the time. Yeah,
1: okay, Montez is the, the more in-shape, skinnier one. Okay, so the I'm, one that wears I'm the tights. Yeah, and then Christmas and then uh, Angela Dawkins wears the uh, the baggy the the uh, Basketball yeah the the independent wrestler shorts. <laughs> 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 but these guys are like
0: again every time I see them they get better and better and better. Obviously here yeah, they put them with the best tag team in the next
1: And talk season. about being over, oh, my God.
0: Yeah, they're definitely over. Their their characters are crazy over. Again, I saw them at when Angela, on Amber's Street through here's the house show for my birthday. They were the uh, opening act against two guys that weren't good at all. It was the worst match of the show, but their characters were over, so...
1: They Man, they did match. some They did some cool moves and everything, so they're, they're getting there, but I thought they would definitely drop the title since they're on Raw SmackDown, but they did not. They kept the belts.
0: Yeah, so we both got that one wrong. So, again, excellent match. Even, my, yeah, like I said, my father was... I think he watched the first two matches. I think the next match was about like, EO and Candice. Yes. He absolutely loved this, and I think this one got... This was probably the best match of the show. This was... Yeah, I thought it was really tripping. good we really get to see now i watch a lot of pw i've seen probably about 80 to 85 percent of all of the pwg shows so i've seen a lot of candace lorraine and what she can do which is given time and uh they gave her time and the iowa shirai heel character is over but it's, i think it's at a point where it's like borderline cool yeah it's almost at a point if they keep doing this and give it six or seven months it's kind of like what they did with the rock eventually she'll flip and she'll be even a bigger baby face. But I think these, I think this is the best match of the
1: show. Yeah, I thought this match was was really good. And that finish that uh, you know puts her in the uh, they called it the um, Koji Clutch, but it's a lot different than the one Christopher Daniels does because she was like behind her, laying down. Like
0: a different variation. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I like that. But she hit the moonsault and then she locked that, and it's like, oh, it's over. And then um, later on, the fast forward, little Shane kind of does this a, a similar move to win. So, but uh, anyway, I, I really like this match. I thought it was really good. And I'm glad they gave. Uh, Candice some time here. And, and EO. I'm not, I'm not really 100% sold and turning her heel already, but, eh, whatever.
0: <laughs> to me, she, she's kind of almost like Minoru Suzuki where it's like, you can do whatever she wants. And Ric Flair. Like, Ric Flair can go in and, like, punch Becky Lynch in the face and he's going to get, he's going to get cheered. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying EO is on that level. But I'm just saying no matter what she does for as far as, you know, what I like in wrestling, I think she, I, I, you know, to me, I think she's, she's crazy. over to me, she's, she's probably, she's She's definitely the best wrestler, women's wrestler, in NXT. She might even be the best overall wrestler. Her cold, well, Gargano's leaving, she might even be the best overall. You can make an argument she's the best overall wrestler in NXT, I and mean, she's got to be top three or four in the world.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's really good. Her moonsault's awesome. And some of the stuff she could do, like the springboards to the outside everything, it's like, oh, my God.
0: It's not that it's like where she puts them in matches, how she works them, how she sells them, like the psychology behind it, like all that stuff. Just really, there's the way she connects with the crowd. Even, like I said, Donna, I wonder how this heel personality thing is going to go go over. And I think it got over the way that they wanted to, but I think it's like going to be borderline to the point where it's just like it, she's so cool as a heel, what's going to turn her face? Yeah,
1: I, I, I agree. Although I, I like her, her face gear more, her heel gear. I get it. <laughs> she kind of looks like a Mortal Kombat character, like Mortal Kombat 3. But, uh, yeah, a, a, a good match. I, I really liked it. And I, I well, we both picked Dio, so we both thought she was going to win.
0: Yep, we both got that right. And then we will go to the three-way for the NXT North American James Pete down, Roderick Strong, Velveteen Dream. This is all action, just non nonstop. In the right. uh, to me, everybody shined. Everybody got equal. If I was... If I was voting this on points, I
1: would vote this a three-way drop. So I think all three of them got got enough in, um, and even the finish, the Velveteen Dream kind of stole the finish. Yeah, from because uh, Roddy hits his uh, I don't know what you would call it, the, the back. End the end of yeah, it was at the end of heart He hits that, and then the camera was centered on them. You just see Velveteen Dream, Dream just come off the top rope and land on both of them, and then get the pin. But I like the one. My favorite spot was when. Uh, Dream and uh, Pete Dunn are on the ropes, and Roddy keeps running back and forth with the forearms. With the forearms. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool. But they did a lot of good stuff. This was a very solid match. One, I would say, I would put it four stars.
0: Yeah, this one, I picked Pete Dunn. You
1: picked Roddy Strong, so we do not have a winner. Did Amber pick these or no? She did. um, She
0: picked the Velveteen Dream. Oh, wow. I just remember she, I just remember she, I didn't write them down. Yeah. I have them on a text somewhere. I know that she picked the Velveteen Dream. I don't know what she picked in the other ones. She did pick SummerSlam, which we'll get into, and she obviously picked the g yeah, the G1, which Yeah, was, the winner. But I know she picked the Dream because when she told me she thinks the Velveteen Dream, she just, you no, know, she just guessed it. She, outside of Red Dragon, because obviously she knows them from, you know, Ring of Honor yeah. and our relationship with Bobby Fish and New Japan. She knows him. She knows Adam Cole. Uh, she knows Shayna Baszler for, uh, for when she was in USC um but she knows very little about nxt so i think she just picked the bell between dream no, okay. um, because she because she won the main event at the show we were at against oh Marvel, okay so that's cool and so you know he, she got that one right there you, go. you know
1: what i liked the when they played the mounties music and the mountie dancers came out but then i didn't like when it turned to a basketball i'm like i kind of i get it but it should have been poor it was just the mountie and then dream came out like as mountie and then just did his normal entrance don't
0: so, well, you
1: know why they did that? Yeah, because of that, the, the Toronto Raptors or whatever. Yeah, so. they, won the,
0: they won the NBA championship. we yeah. have got to get the cheap pop in there, brother. Yeah, but out. I mean, I <laughs> don't know. I,
1: I maybe I'll put that in somebody else's entrance. Because the mouthy the entrance just by itself would have been great. so I'm like, well, Dream doesn't really connect to basketball. I mean, maybe he's a fan. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's my thought on it. And then I'm looking at uh, Wikipedia. And it says, Io Shirai defeated Candice LeRae by technical submission. So that's the, that's the... Well,
0: technically it was a submission. Yeah,
1: so it, it is a technical <laughs> submission. And I know when we watch this live, I said my friend, said, I'm going to steal that. That's awesome.
0: Technical, <laughs> technical yeah, I submission. Technical oh, submission. I'm going to go to talk about the most controversial match in probably of the whole weekend. Did you see the the, the Wrestling Observer ratings for this chain Chita Baser match?
1: No, I mean, this was the weakest match to show and there was a couple botches here and there. I mean, it, I, I thought it was okay. What I mean? What
0: would you What would you If
1: I gave it stars, I would give it two.
0: Okay, Dave gave it one. Wow. I thought this was now. I really enjoyed this match just because I like obviously Shayna Baszler trained by Josh Barnett uh, and trained by Ronda Rousey. Legit, you know, MMA, MMA career, UFC, (laughs) Ultimate Fighter, the whole nine. And there's a lot. I'm sitting here watching this match. And I was like, there's a lot of little nuances that Shana was doing. And we both kind of have the same finish. We both, we both use the, uh, you know, we call it what you want to, a rear naked choke. Yeah. Um, obviously, hers was taught by Josh Barnett and Ronda Rousey. Mine was tra- taught to me by Samoa Joe, Nick Diaz. So... It's so a lot of badassery there, but just the way she gets into it, and the way she sells it, the way she builds it, there's a lot of little things she was doing that I was picking up, like, oh, I'm going to add that into my stuff. I'm going to add that to my stuff. But not only that, but I know you just watched this match. Mm-hmm. So they did the... Um the package leading up to it. So when Shayna's doing the in-ring promos, I'm sure you've
1: noticed... that. Not her Slayer shirt, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen so. that. Like I, I like Shayna to begin with because she likes video games and everything. I'm like, Shayna seems like she would be a real good friend. <laughs> Go watch yeah. the Slayer play video games. I, I like that. When they showed Mia beating up... Uh, marina and uh, jessamine and then it flashed to shana wearing a slayer shirt I'm like all right now i want her to win
0: i want to hang out with her not only the fact that i know like that she would just like you know kick my ass and i would learn things from but like kick my ass while she's listening to Slayer. (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) and then tell you about her role-playing game she's playing (laughs) it's crazy (laughs) but yeah this match i don't know i just thought maybe a little too long and it seemed like shana was clearly much better than me nothing against me but i I don't know just it didn't click for me i guess it really didn't click for big dave but I was that harsh on it?
0: Maybe I need to go back and watch this because I'll, I'll be honest with you, partner. So after that, I, I was about two beers deep with my old man, and uh, I was just you know just about ready to call it and night. I knew I wasn't going to get through the Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano because People already telling me it went upwards of past forty-five minutes. Yeah. So I figured I'll, I'll watch as much. I don't know. Maybe I was just feeling the beer and the uh, you know the good vibes from the from the show. Maybe I was just in a really good place, and you know, like I said, maybe it was just because I was really enjoying is work here but yeah. i, I would have gave this one like 3.75 oh, wow. stars but if Dave's gave it one star and you're only giving it two. me like so maybe i was just just in a, a good place <laughs>
1: mentally maybe i need to go back <laughs> <a lot laughs> yeah just uh i don't know it didn't click for me there's this one spot where like mia throws shane off the ropes and, and she goes they do it again and then later they uh, she looks like a back like a belly like a quick belly to belly like a throw almost like an arm drag belly to belly if that makes any sense and and they messed it up the first time i don't know what happened and they kind of to like, look a little lost and they went back to it and was like oh that wasn't that great greatest spot anyway and the crowd was kind of like yeah we're not you know we're not going to say anything bad cuz we want this match to be good so i don't know just if it would have been 10 minutes instead of almost 15 would have been a little bit better, but the, the ending was cool. I mean, that submission that Shayna had on again was like the neck choke thing. I forget what Marl called it. Was like
0: it. A, it was almost like a triangle choke with like the arm out.
1: Yeah, arm yeah, out. and and then where Shana was in a different position. It was really cool. And then he's like, "Oh, she's really cinching it. Like, wow, that does look good." So
0: yeah, because then she like posts it up. Like, yeah, really which, was, like which is great. Yeah. The pressure. yeah, so again, I'm, I'm probably since I have about the seven hours until. I uh, yeah. I kind of need to need to sit down. I'm probably gonna go back and watch this. this is because you know obviously me and Dave are usually pretty dead on. Me and you have pretty much we're pretty close on you know we like the same wrestling styles. Me and so maybe I just need to go back and watch this. But I know you're probably gonna go back and watch the main event. Mm-hmm. Gargano Adam Cole. Uh, it was a little like this was definitely the worst of the three matches. A little,
1: a little long in the tooth a, maybe. <laughs> this one went 46 50, almost 50 47.
0: Yeah, I think with the is, it, entrances, I think they said it was like 51-52, oh, wow. which I don't mind, but it's just like, I, they kind of did what they needed to do in their first two matches, and they kind of had the gimmick match towards the end, and it's just like Gargano and Cole really just don't come off, I mean, you know, I mean, it was fine for what it was, but just like, you saw their first two matches, and this was a letdown, if by no means was this bad, I think this was the second best match oh, in yeah. the show. But it kind of put away the feud, and then from what I understand, is uh, Regal came out afterwards to give Johnny, after the cameras the off the other
1: to give Carcano a send oh, so. yeah. I, mean, I feel bad for him because, like, huh, when he gets the Raw or SmackDown, it's like, uh, slap some stupid gimmick on him or something. But uh, yeah, this <laughs> But you know what I didn't like, though? Because I, I, I caught, like, the first, I would say, 15 minutes, whatever, the first part of the match, I guess, the first fall. The, for a street fight, they didn't do much street fighting,
0: <laughs>
1: it was mainly no. all in rings.
0: No, and, like, you know, and the, like, the psychology of the of Gargano losing the first fall didn't make sense. Like he hit, like he goes to hit Adam Cole with the chair, and they're like, "You hit him with the chair, you're gonna be disqualified." So he has this weird look on his face. So he hits him with the chair, like, "Okay, I'm gonna get disqualified because I'm going to beat him up, so then I can easily win the second fall." Like I don't know if you remember the the Iron Man match with Brock and Kurt Angle. Brock hits Kurt with the belt to get disqualified, so mm-hmm. he loses the fall, and then he pins him right after that to win a fall. And then he picks up right after that, they give him the F5. So it's like so he gets two falls, he sacrificed one fall to get two. So he thought that's what Gargano was gonna do, like, okay, I'm just doing this to soften him up so he win the second fall, and then soften him up for the cage match for the third fall. But they went like another eight or nine minutes before Gargano tapped out Adam Cole. I'm like, Well then what was the point of him using using the chair? Like who am I to talk about yeah. the psychology of of those two guys, but like to me, it just didn't make any sense. Like your purpose purposely getting your—it's not like he went to go hit him with the chair and the ref wasn't looking. Like the ref flat out told him, "If you use this chair, you're going to get disqualified." He like laughed at him. I mean, he hit him with the chair. I'm like, okay, he's gonna get the second ball real quick. And then I was like, yeah, there about another eight or nine minutes. So like to me, that that I they kind of lost on that.
1: Yeah, that's like that what I felt too. I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, now well, I'm gonna go back and watch it again and then get the whole thing. But I don't it like, kind of felt like this match, like the feud was over, but they're like, hey, here's one more, you know? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's
0: like, okay, I just got done eating this pizza. It was delicious. I'm fooled. And like, oh, here, we're going to
1: give you another piece. Uh, yeah. It was delicious. I don't need it, but I'll eat it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or like when, the, when they when, uh, the the in comics, when the event happens and they're like, oh, well, well here's uh, like, like War of the Realms. Well, here's War of the Realms Omega one shot to to wrap everything up that we didn't wrap up. And it's like, uh Okay, you know. <laughs> but hey, well, it wasn't a bad show overall from what I've seen. And I, I, I agree that I think the EO versus Candace match was the best. Yeah. And then I'm um, looking absolutely. here on Wikipedia before we go. There was two pre dark matches, which was uh, Tyler and vendango defeating the Forgotten Sons. And then Jordan Miles, who we've been always oh, ACH, defeated Cameron Grimes, who I believe is Trevor Lee from TNA. Yeah, ACH
0: won their breakout star
1: tournament. Oh, okay. And, Trevor, that, and uh, Cameron Grimes is Trevor Lee from TNA.
0: I don't know how about that. And then I think they said that he gets a title shot. So I, from what I said what I understand he said he wants to wrestle Adam Cole, so maybe they're gonna do an ACH Adam Cole feud, which I oh. have no problem with. Yeah, that'd be fine. Because where you, where you, where do you go from you know, where do you go from here?
1: Yeah, you got some somebody else.
0: Yeah, obviously Gargano's got I don't know if, I don't know if he's cleared yet or not, I like to see Champa and Cole with the next big feud. Not unless they just use ACH just kinda of as a holdover.
1: They might do the that months. until they insert Ciampa, or maybe they're just going to put him with Gargano on main Roth, who knows
0: yeah but i think the ne- i think the next long term champion is a uh, velvety dream
1: yeah I, I would agree
0: he's you know he's over he can work both heel as a face but again he's one of the guys that he's supposed to be a heel and he just got because he's so cool he kind of just got more over as a, as a face so
1: yeah and then matt matt riddle will probably be next in line but they they got to maybe put the uh the north american belt on him first
0: yeah i think matt riddle should be north american champion i think cuz he was close they wanted him to win over in new york yeah. Was, uh, oh, yeah. So it was, uh, it was close.
1: So. And he did that yeah. brawl with, uh, what's his name, uh, Big Damo. I forget his, oh, yeah. what his full name. Yeah. Is. They did that brawl. I was like, oh, that, that was cool. So they'll do that. since so it's not probably the next takeover. They'll have some type of uh, gimmick match, I would, I would
0: think. So that'll be the next takeover or the NXT takeover?
1: <coughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, who knows? <laughs> the, the next, <laughs> next, next. All
0: right. So anything else about NXT before we go to SummerSlam?
1: No, I think that's good. Well, okay. well uh, Gargano's Wolverine gear, which we already did, so.
0: so <laughs> looks yeah, what? as soon as I saw it, I, I tweeted out a picture, like, who wore it best? It's a picture of me, or you, me and you and a picture of Yeah. And somebody but, tweeted hey. it back. He's like, whoever's out of the three is the biggest nerd. I was like, I don't know. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> the one thing he did that we didn't he has a red belt. And I was like, oh, why didn't I remember think of that? So,
0: but... There you go. Yeah, we so. have to go back. We have to go back. What was the gear he wore? The gear he wore before Elastic Over was Captain Marvel, right? So that's the gear we gotta rip off next.
1: Yeah, he had, had that, and the then, then he had the Spider Man that was like half symbiote. Remember that one? Yeah, and
0: then he did
1: Dark Phoenix. Yeah, he did Dark, Dark Phoenix, Marvel which Marvel. that one's a really cool one, too. That's another one we had to steal. I was just yeah, thinking that so. today. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna draw that up today because I wanna get new tights already. Back from the beach, time to get some gear. He's back from the beach, yeah. we get new gear. Folks. And you know, you know what I did as, as a segue here? Uh, I like all my Yeti products. There's a place down there that we found that has a Yeti dealership and they would do custom engravings on the Yeti cups or whatever you bought. So I got a little, uh, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen that little black thing I, I carry with me to shows that I have my my drinks in, usually like energy. Yeah, yeah I, got, I got a purple one with my age logo on it. So Look at that. Yeah. Tweet that,
0: tweet that out,
1: brother. I, you know, I didn't take a you picture. I was like, why did I take a picture? I was just in vacation mode where I didn't do anything. So I'm going to definitely share that because it's
0: awesome looking. There you go. Yeah, when you share this show,
1: you share that out as there well. We go. There we go. Yeti, not a sponsor for the show. but if No, but if, sponsor, if they, if they want show. to, I, I highly <laughs> endorse them. <laughs> Let yeah, me tell you something. So the, the trip was about 10 hours, roughly. Nine hours coming back because I've been overnight. So I took my cooler, and it was a Yeti cooler, and I had my sodas and water in there, and they were still cold when we got there. So just want to tell you how good they are. Because okay,
0: he, he loves it. Yeah. He loved it. Now, what did you have in that cooler? Did you have anything 5% nutrition by chance? Oh, I did
1: not. Nobody would have. But, 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 but uh, <laughs> plug them. Maybe I should have.
0: We're get to cheap plugs, sir. After here, let's move on to SummerSlam. So, here's what happened. Uh, I'm actually going to kind of do a little behind the scenes of how I got to each show. So, what happened was, uh, it takes me about an hour and change to get home. So, I wanted to get home a, around 6, so I figured I'll, I'll get out of work early. So, T- text my Sunday boss and I said, hey, I'll be there early since I'm going to be staying at my parents' house. So, My parents' house from the place I work at Sunday is about a half a mile. So it's like, I need to leave at 4.30, I'll be there at 8.30 instead of 9.30. So, you know, fine. No problem. kind They're awesome. I kind of set my own hours. Speaking uh, kind of kind a, of a sidebar here, the guy from Barstool Sports,
2: who mm-hmm. does
0: all the pizza reviews, was in Old Forge's past year oh, wow. the pizza joints. Oh, so, that's one cool. Of was, uh, one of them was our place. so. Nice. So that was really yeah, that was really cool. He put over how great the town was. But it was funny because like the first review he did, he's just like this place is like thirty years in the past, and this guy, a lot of old people working there. And then the second review he did was the restaurant that I worked at, and he was like this place is on me, this place is great. And everyone's was listening to him because well, didn't he just trash oh Forge like in his review before? I said he's like now he's loving. He's like what happened? I said a one he fell in love with it or two. When he's doing this review, you get some of these hardcore old-timers, because this is a very old-school Italian town. It was like, oh, everybody. Yeah. buddy. <laughs> so as he's talking about how great, how much he loves Old Forge, the camera turns around, he sees nine people coming over. Like, can we get a picture? Can we get a picture? I said, there it is, because if he was going to trash Old Forge, we are very proud of our town. Yeah. <laughs> he probably wouldn't have left one. one.
2: Yeah.
0: But anyway, so I left at 4.30, went to go see my, you know, go see my parents, my grandfather. So I figured, uh, okay, I should be home at a decent time. Took me over two hours to get home because of the New Jersey traffic. Uh, mm-hmm. As you know, I live about ten minutes away from New Jersey. So the, by the time I got home and turned on summer I wanted to shower, eat, relax, and then boom, seven o'clock would hit. So as soon as I turned it on, uh, Natty and Becky were starting. So I didn't see the, uh, the the pre-show stuff, which I believe yeah, was Kulak and Larkin. Yeah, that. I
1: Gulak one, right? Yeah, he drew on that. Uh then there's Buddy Murphy defeated Paulo Cruz by DQ. And then Alexa Wait. Bliss and Nikki Cross uh, defeated the iconics and kept the tag titles. <laughs>
0: <coughs> so we did we didn't pick the last two matches, the Alexa Bliss match and then the uh the Buddy Murphy
1: yeah, match. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they were announced. So we had we we
0: had, we had ten on here, so we all got Drew Gulak right. So then we go to Becky and Natty, uh awesome. submission. I thought this was great. I, I thought, thought it was really this good was too. Probably
1: and I've got to watch this live, actually.
0: Now, was your... Because they just did the update, like, two weeks ago, and a lot of people were complaining that their feed was skipping. My feed skipped twice, and then it went out for about a minute. How mm-hmm. was your
1: feed? Mine was... uh I mean, the house's... The beach house's uh, internet was not the best, but mine was uh, blurry a lot. So, yeah, like, a lot theory. of it wasn't HD. and uh, there, were, there was a few skips here, and there, not so much, but it was more blurry was my problem.
0: Yeah, I had very little issues with this, but this was really good. It was going back and forth, and now he was getting a lot more cheers than Becky. I'm like, well, they're in Toronto. And I will say this about the Toronto crowd. They did not, they were into the, everything. They were hot for everything. They didn't try to hijack the crowd like a New York, a Philly, a Chicago. They cheered for who they wanted to cheer for. They booed who they wanted to boo for. But I want to say every match, every match of the show, before I go into this first one, but what I saw, either met my expectations or exceeded expectations. This was probably the best WWE pay-per-view I've seen all year, and this was probably one of the better SummerSlams in last in last ten years. I absolutely love the show. I thought it was a pretty great show. The crowd was into this. Uh, obviously, they were cheering Natty more than Becky because Toronto Natty's a hometown girl. But yeah, Canadian. By the end of it, by the end of it, they were cheering Becky. I thought this was great. And then, even when I was watching the match, I looked over. At Amber, and obviously I have a soft spot for Natty because she's a heart, and I love, you know, grew up with it. grew up, you know, a big fan of Owen and Brett and Anvil and Davey and, you know, all those guys. So I looked over at Amber and I said, I said, this scene to has, like, the way it's pacing and the way that Natty's building the sharpshooter, it's got, like, Brett's fingerprints on it. And it got to a point, I'm like, ah, you knew Becky was going to win. But it got to a point where it was like, where she's working the sharpshooter in the post and the sharpshooter in the ropes, and she kept pulling her back, and I was like, I was like they're gonna put the belt on Natty. and I'm like, maybe they're deciding to switch this because they're in Toronto and they'll switch it back like you know the next week and then uh, Becky went back and forth and then put uh, put Natty in this armor and then you know Natty capped up But I thought I thought this was great. this was the second best match of the show
1: I, I really enjoyed the match I thought it was good I kinda like Becky was uh, being a little bit of a heel too in uh Canada and I think that adds to her character. I think that's how she should always be no matter what.
0: Yeah, kind of like Stone Cold House, yeah. kind of, you know, bends the rules, sometimes breaks them, and, it, yeah, kind of adds to her character. And I thought that was, plus it was smart, because then it gets Natty over as a sympathetic baby face. Because, like, like, the last week leading up to this match, they made Natty more of a heel, and I just don't buy her as a heel at all. She's just such a good character. Baby yeah,
1: face. no, and and I like when they did each other's uh, submission moves, too. I thought that was pretty cool. The heat for Becky doing the sharpshooter was great, and then when Natty goes through to disarm her, people are like, Yay! So I like that. That's cool.
0: So, match number two on um, the official pay per view starts. They start showing the video package for Goldberg and Ziggler. I go upstairs to take a shower. I come back down. And <laughs> it's I over. I see Goldberg. I see Ziggler on the microphone saying, Is that all you got? It's all you got. And I go, "Huh? what happened? She goes exactly what you thought would happen. Spear? So I'm assuming,
1: no, two super kicks, no cell, well, sell a little bit. Spear, jackhammer, that's it. <laughs>
0: Also oh, what well, it did it exceed my because I think Ziggler would get any offense. I think the bell would have rang, Ziggler would have missed something, Goldberg, Spear. So
1: Ziggler got into Super Kicks. Yeah, he got okay. two super kicks in. Like like the bell rang and then all of a sudden it's like back off super kick and then Zell get back up super kick and then uh I think he goes for another one but then spear, jackhammer. that's it. <laughs> and they did that deal where he pins him, goes up, and then Dolph gets in like, Hey, I'm not done with you, blah blah blah. Then Goldberg comes back down, then <laughs> they do it again, they do it a third time, like, All right enough. <laughs> The crowd was into it. They were, given that. I saw, the
0: crowd was really into Goldberg. Like, Ziggler, they were into laughing at Ziggler. Like, you keep getting on the microphone. We all know what's going to happen. We all see it coming. We all want it. And then he
1: gave it to us. So, I mean, yeah. And for what it was, I mean, it was a a minute and 50. So, I don't think anyone thought it was going to be real long. But Goldberg still looks really good. It's a shame that he's not a good wrestler. Because imagine if he was even uh, just a smidge better. You know, if he could just wrestle for 10 minutes.
0: Yeah, I don't think he needs to be, but like what kills it with me with Goldberg is when Kojima back in 0-2, 0-3, 0-4 was on a roll. Mm-hmm. He brought Goldberg in and he beat Kojima in like eight, nine minutes and he beat him with like the spinning like he beat him with um like the uh the twist and shout that time. Hashi okay. does. Yeah. Like he didn't even beat him with the spirit jackhammer. I think it was like right after Kojima like it's not that long after Kojima had like a fifty eight minute match with Kawada. Okay. He won the he retained the triple crown and yeah. won the new Japan title. Then I think he dropped the New Japan title to uh to Tenzin, so they did like the you know the partner thing, and then Goldberg came in. I'm like, oh, let's. I wonder how this is gonna go. And I'm like, oh, like eight eight minutes. It's mm. so, like they, you know, gets this monster. I'm like, ah, yeah, whatever. Here's what, here's what. I don't think Goldberg needs to be that guy. He's never been that guy. If you want to that's Goldberg comes in, hits smack. Like, oh, he's like a heavyweight, like Mike Tyson. Like, you don't want to see Mike Tyson eight nine round fight. You want him in out. Not yeah, so
1: that's fast. Yeah. Kind of like how Ronda's uh, fights would be.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then Rhonda, i mean, she went three rounds with Misha Tate, and it was it was really, really far. Like you want to see Muhammad Ali's a finesse fight. You want to see him go eight, nine rounds because you're gonna get that finesse. But Goldberg's not like that. He was—they was never built like that. But like that's where, like him and Taylor went like twelve minutes, and like, you're about eight minutes too long yeah. in this one. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm glad that Goldberg. He didn't need to he didn't need the money he obviously got paid i think like close to two million dollars for that match with uh with taker plus he's made tons of money in wcw merchandise in WWE run, you know,
1: video games and in the
0: movies. so he he didn't need to do this but good on him for trying to redeem himself
1: yeah i mean man and, and, and he did he did all his stuff you know to t. so i mean there was nothing it, the only thing he'd say was it was short but i mean who really wanted it or thought it was going to be long
0: so yeah and the crowd like and i tell you kudos for i don't know who who, when Goldberg said I want you know I need to redeem myself, I don't know whose idea it was to put him there with Ziggler, but that's the perfect guy. I mean, oh, yeah. I heard Jim, I hear Jim Cornette saying it all the time that like, uh, Ziggler, from a selling standpoint, is the second coming at Kurt Yeah, he definitely is. Is good. I mean, really, he, he's right. He's right. So, and then I heard that Ziggler got they released Ziggler after Ron on Monday. Really? Yeah. I don't know how true it is, but I was just like his name was like why does he keep coming back? Like his contract comes up at least for six months. Because he does his comedy thing and he does movies, or wants to take a break. And then WWE off, they offer him something like seven hundred grand for a year and like an extra bump on his merch sales, and then they did not do anything with him.
1: No, he comes back and then they do a little bit, and then he's nothing again. So it's like he's a yeah,
0: jobber again. Yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely. He's a guy that should leave, go somewhere else. Imagine if Dolph was in the G one next year.
0: Just imagine. I would, yeah. You I know. See Dolph on an AD run. Like just give him six months of an yeah. AD
1: run. It's just some the, some. the refresh because that's what he desperately, desperately needs is a refresh, name change, music change, everything.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you you gotta help me out here. What was next? Okay. What was it, what, the women's
1: match? Was it Ricochet AJ? No, it was okay. Ricochet and AJ, and Ricochet okay. came out with uh some pretty sweet uh Nightwing gear.
0: Yeah, he sure did. I he like sure that. Did, but For no I mask. Bring, I, <laughs> yeah. I thought the gear was cool, but I think I think Raven was saying something like like his gear was cool, but like why would you hide that body? Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah,
1: that's what I was thinking. Like, I thought he would take the shirt off because I mean Ricochet's in tremendous shape, so why wouldn't he take the shirt off and let the gloves on? Okay, kind of like AJ, but I mean yeah, I I, I think it would have been cool if it was a jacket, kind of like what Gargano wears, and he would took off the Nightwing jacket. Maybe that would have been. Yeah. Hey, whatever. <laughs> I guess he was really of cool. proud of the gear. <laughs> yeah,
0: a lot of cool spots here. I like when he kind of did like the Super Mario jump off oh, yeah. Gallows, jump off. No, I think it was jump off and jump off gals. To run the and AJ, that Yeah, was that, really
1: cool. that was probably like the, the highlight of the match. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, the they, their match last month I think was a little bit better, but I just think the spots were better on this one. I think the build was better. Um, like the build of the match was better uh, last month. But that's the finish. They did the same finish of AJ and Loki from zero one. one It was the same finish of Abushi uh, and AJ from uh, when Abushi almost beat AJ for the title. He goes up top for the Phoenix Splash, and then what happened in the abushi matches. Kenny Omega was uh newly minted uh, Bullet Club Junior, stands on the top rope, Kenny distracts Coda, because obviously they have that history, mm-hmm. AJ time to sell up, he goes to the Phoenix Splash, he doesn't see AJ, AJ grabs him, hits of the Styles Clash, so you know that was AJ's call because he did it with Loki. and did it with a Yeah. so I believe that was AJ's call for the finish, so that was a hot finish.
1: Yeah, it was, and it looks cool too, so I mean, yeah. But yeah, 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 a good match overall.
0: I, I enjoyed that one. I had uh, Ricochet on that one. You, the two of uh, you, AJ. Uh, AJ Styles. Yeah,
1: so I, I would say if they wrestle again, Ricochet will get the belt back. But I, I don't, I don't think you have him wrestle again. I think you split him off now.
0: Yeah, I think you just kind of just have him move on. But Heyman is really big on Ricochet, so he said he's really he wants to build up Ricochet and he wants to build up Crown.
1: So Ooh, there you go, he can't go wrong. I mean, he didn't want. And then so next. next- it was Bailey versus Ember Moon. Which is one I, I I think I only caught that the end of. I really didn't catch much of this one, but I heard it wasn't. It was kind of lackluster.
0: That's what I put again. I really enjoyed. Now I'm zero B, I didn't drink at all during the, <laughs> this show. But I, this was another one that I when I was reading reviews and those reviews, they said it was uh, it was a little laugh, but I I, I enjoyed it. I thought they gave it time. I thought Ember shined. Uh, Bailey shined. The finish was the Bailey to Bailey, uh Bailey to Bailey off the top rope, which I know she wants. To, she's been winning matches with that savage elbow. But i think that the bailey to belly is her her best move so yeah
1: and i don't think uh, you do the savage elbow when ember moons finishes off the top not that it you know matters but yeah you know if if, if you want to see a topper move during this match you want to see Ember moves move Ember yeah. moon's move there rather than bailey's elbow nothing against it but yeah oh, no, this, I've, I've, i like caught the end even, so it didn't blow me away i enjoyed
0: it it was where what worked where i thought it was enough bailey gets the win there so we all got the, that one right
1: and now next was, did they do Trish for Charlotte? No, was next was uh, Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon, which uh, maybe was was all right for what it was, I thought. Maybe maybe a little long, even though it only went a little over nine minutes. They had that Elias be the special guest enforcer, and the stipulation was if Owens lost, he'd have to quit. So you kind of know he's not going to lose. But he, he did a thing where he was beaten up, I think it was Elias with the chair a bunch of times and Shane McMahon. I mean, for what it was, it was fine.
0: I thought this was the worst match of the show, but I thought Kevin Owens was probably
1: the most over person on the show. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a guy, they got to give him a, a main event face run. And maybe yeah, for the belt. Well, I guess Kofi has the belt now, so if the, if Kofi drops it to whoever, Or even have a three-way thing, maybe, with Kevin Owens being the, the, maybe a little bit of a tweener. And then Kofi and uh, I know, whoever else is the heel.
0: I think you got to get the heel hot, have Kofi drop into the heel, and then either have Owens have win it at Mania or Rumble or, and have a successful title defense at Mania or something. But, yeah, I agree. I think it's really time to put the double rackets over to Kevin Owens.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've got a guy you can wrestle, cut a promo, and the crowd's behind him. So.
0: Do you think you put the title back on Danielson? Just because, because he could work both Gila and if, I mean I know maybe. he kind of gets cheered and, they're, he, and then him. I know he gets he booed in his entrance
1: because they're supposed to boo him. But then you're like three quarters through the match, like how can we boo this guy? He's, he's too good. <laughs> he's, yeah, I mean maybe that's one um, way to go. You know, I can see that. Or do you put it on? Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, like Andrade for a little bit and have him drop it the kill. I don't know. We'll get into that in a minute, sir. Because after we do the summer, so before we get into the G
0: One, I want to uh, I want to get your quick picks for just who you think is going to be in the finals of the King of the Ring.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure.
0: The brackets were released. Do you have.
1: You- I did. I did see them. Yeah. I went over them.
0: Okay. So okay, I can text them over to you, but you already have them. Okay. I don't have them in okay. front of me, but I can pull them up. Yeah. Okay. Well. yeah. So why while you pull that up, yeah, I would just say I think they kind of made Shane or uh, Kevin Owens look kind of dumb. Because he almost got, like, the opening spot was he was yelling at Elias. Like, he ran out He almost got counted out. I'm like, what? Like, I thought they kind of, you know, they kind of, this whole feud, they kind of make Kevin Owens look dumb. But he did the most with it. Like, he's crazy over. So obviously he gets the win. And hopefully they they, they move him on to something else.
1: Yeah. And give him a with somebody, I don't know who, not Sami Zayn. Keep them two apart. But maybe yeah. him and, uh,
0: maybe, yeah. like, Big E or something,
1: you know? Maybe yeah. they already kind of did that, but just, like, so, like just them two.
0: Yeah, so we'll see what happens. So then the next was Charlotte and Trish. This was great. I thought this was really, really good. They said Trish hasn't had a singles match in like six or seven yeah, years. Yeah, something She's like that. She's wrestling, you know, obviously the cornerstone of the division and an argument that she, Charlotte, the best women's wrestler out uh, in the world right now. And I thought like the pacing of this was they was going really, really slow. I'm like boy, this match is just a lot of heat. And then I, then I understood they just gave this match a, l- a lot of time. It was that's it was long. What I liked long. about yeah, all these matches got the time that they needed to do to get over the needed. Do. so it was a long old school heat on trish and they built it built it built it and then uh they tease the top row power bomb and then trish hits the rana and then it's kind of just go 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 from there with the each. trish puts uh the figure eight on charlotte man, yeah, that was uh, cool yeah
1: and she hits her satisfaction and the chick kick too so i'm like why well, she's she sitting all her stuff i mean is trish not where she was i mean she looks great but, like, obviously in ring she's not fighting, so Charlotte's carrying her a lot of it, but, but, uh, still was a good match. Maybe, again, too long. That kind of seems to be my thing. Maybe they would have shaved off four minutes or so, just made it a nice 12-minute match. I, I don't know, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad by any means.
0: I see your point there, but at the same time, I think the reason why they gave that long heat was for when Trish comes back, the crowd gets into it. and they I mean, this show went off at 12, like 10.30, 10.40.
1: Yeah, it wasn't that long was a show. Back. It wasn't a six-hour show. You
0: no, know, I thought this thing was going to go past 11, which is why I took work off the next day, and I'll, I'll get into that in a moment, but I thought maybe that's why they gave the long piece, so when Trish's, you know, it makes more for Trish's comeback, and it did. She took, like, this crazy bump, like, to the floor on the apron or something, and then eventually they kind of just went back and forth with the falses, and Charlotte goes over with the the figure eight she leaves and she gives that very classy she gives the ring to Trish and Trish of course gets the uh, because she's been saying on radio show that this is going to be her last match and then she you know gets the nice standing ovation and that's that but yeah I mean this was even in Trish's prime she's never been in there with anybody as good as Charlotte and that's no disrespect and I know we said this last thing that's no disrespect to anybody she's wrestled it's just there's literally Mm been nobody as good maybe ever in the history of the wwe after women's submission than charlotte flair so uh, just imagine like trish like 10 years ago versus charlotte now I mean, if that match was i mean i really really enjoyed this match the crowd it was, but it did in the perfect place too in toronto i mean it was just an old stream, oh, yeah. Charlotte as the heat uh charlotte as the heel trish as the baby face so yeah, in uh,
1: canada <laughs> i mean
0: yeah, in Canada, so I thought this was really, really good, and obviously, I mean, there's a lot of people that were vibing, taking the hometown Heroes, but though no, they did the right thing by, right? you know, give more steam on Charlotte, they have her getting the, the clean submission
1: win. Oh yeah, I, I agree. Um,
0: and then we go to was Kofi Orton next? Or yeah, Kofi
1: versus Ray? Randy Orton. Which, which, before this, oh, yeah. I, I thought SummerSlam was gonna be the end of Kofi's title right? but then when I see his dressed Randy Orton, I'm like, oh, I don't think so.
2: Yeah.
1: But it, it wasn't, this one was, again, it was a little, so kind of a be, job finish, but it was okay.
0: I'll be honest with you, I did not see this match, I dozed I off, um, I was like, oh, let's go back and watch it on Monday, because I said I took the day off, mm-hmm. and from what I understand, people told me that, and there's no reason for me to go back
1: and watch it. No, I I watched it in bits and pieces, but going back and I, uh, the next day, and I was like, eh, this is alright, and then they have a double count-out, so it's like... Is uh, that what we we're we gonna do? So I think it would have been better like if Randy Orton got disqualified and then beat up Kofi Kingston afterwards. I think that would have been a better way to go. But eh,
0: whatever. That's my favorite finish, the double count. But the only problem is that the feud did continue. I thought this is just gonna used just because Randy Orton's a big star and Randy Orton's kind of had his time. So I thought maybe this is just going to be used just as if this is 10, 11 year history of Randy keeping Kofi down. Kofi gets the big win on the second biggest show of the year. But maybe that was. A, I thought maybe if Kofi would have got a clean win, and then he's like celebrating with like his family, and then like he turns around, he an RK on the floor in front of his family. He wanted it to continue,
1: you know, but I think Kofi, I think Kofi needed a win. Oh yeah, you know, I Especially I agree. I think he plan. needs a win. I don't know. who do you put him up against next, like heel wise, Drew, I and mean, because then he's technically Raw, even though it doesn't matter, but. That would be my next pick, Drew McIntyre. I guess. I mean. Well, I
0: mean, they they gotta fill the feud out with Randy Orton.
1: Oh yeah, uh, I mean, so. uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's like the end or what they're gonna do. We'll Did see. They go
0: to all the way to Hell in a Cell in two months with this?
1: Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Stretch yeah, it out.
0: We, I, uh, yeah, I mean, usually they do two Hell in a Cell matches. What are the two big feuds right now? I mean, they can kind of build this up, even though, like, I don't, I don't want to see it. Just, like, I don't care for Randy Orton, but. I mean, it's one way to do it. I mean, you do Roman in the attacker
1: in the, attacker of the cell. I mean, who yeah, that's the yeah. Attacker? yeah. That so. would that wouldn't be bad. I'd I'm be more uh, curious to see Roman versus whoever the attacker, which especially if it's Danielson. But uh, you know, yeah, Kofi versus Randy Orton and Hell in a Cell. I'm not really. Wanting to watch that, but that might be the way they go. Unless you do Kevin Owens, but I can. I, I would assume the thing with Shane's over. I don't want their match with Shane, so.
0: They did on myself two years ago. I remember saying these things? Yeah. Same thing to, you know, I. I don't want to see it. No,
1: me either. And that was a long one too. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: but up okay, next, it, this is probably the highlight of the show here.
0: <laughs> yeah. This. This character. This Bray Wyatt character's over and Finn Balor's over because he's great. But this was. They, this was a very. I'm glad we had time to talk about this because I was thinking about this uh, last night. The way that they built up the theme characters, they gave him, like, what, two months of these, these vignettes?
1: Yeah, the the 5 5 right Maybe even more.
0: Was doing, I would look at, I saw the pictures of it, because I, I missed, Ra, I, I didn't see Ra. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing, and we're like, you need a to see, you need to see So I watched, like, the, the first three episodes, like, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. I'm like, Grey Wyatt is a modern-day Dusty Rhodes. Because, basically, Dusty always said, you know, when they talk about a WWF run, they gave him the polka dots. because goes, I got it over, didn't I? He goes, they could have put me in a diaper, and I would have got it over. Yeah. Grey Wyatt is even... Thing over, And you see, after five, six weeks of this, he's turning into this just brutal character. So and it reminded me of the days back in, you know, when I was a kid watching wrestling in the late '80s, early '90s, where they would build up a character with vignettes on wrestling challenge superstars. Now the one that comes to mind, and it's a kind of a dumb character, but I remember it. I remember when they were building up Skinner, where they would okay, show yeah. him in the Everglades. And I remember me and my buddy, he put three doors down we would talk about like what what this getting, we, skinner's coming next week, he's we wrestling next week we had this hour long discussion while we were playing basketball of what his finish would be, he's like, it's gotta be a chop right? because he skins and that's how you skin something we, by making this motion and that was in 92, <laughs> I was 10 years old and I remember that because they built it up proper on the vignettes and I thought guessed that what they did with this fiend character and then he goes over Foley, not in a match but like with the mandible claw Foley's like it's you know it's his move now and then him and Balor just had this really, really good match, but it was like it you know, got over the character,
1: the theme. Yeah, definitely. And the entrance was really cool. I like his uh remix metal music, and then it gets like soft. And and he does look very much like New 52 Joker, when Joker rips off his face and then wears it. So he looks like that, but I I don't know, I thought the whole thing was cool, especially the whole, uh, the the lantern, and it's a Bray White's it's old Bray white's head. So and then the match was it was short, but I think it it should have been short because everyone was just want to see what Bray Wyatt would look like as as the Fiend character, and it was pretty cool. They did the horror movie thing after he wins. He's looking over his shoulder, and then lights go off and he's gone. So I I thought I thought this was great, and uh, you want to talk about an over character and probably gonna be an insane merchandise seller. the, The the Fiend Bray Wyatt, that that's that's money written all over it.
0: A yeah, good way to get that. I mean, he could have wrestled anybody. He could have been like a chopper match. Oh, yeah. He put him in the ring with one of the best guys in the world, uh, with, you know, David, uh, Valor, whatever you want to call him. And it gets a good way to get him off TV. And then it's like, you know, you already see the writing on the wall The Fiend versus the Demon. Oh, yeah. They're already talking about, you know, obviously Alistair Black is doing, who's going to knock on the door? Black versus The Fiend. Uh, I think that writes itself. But they said, I guess, I, I, mean, I don't know how true this is, but they said going into SummerSlam, like before the show, they said the Fiend character was only going to last until December, and then they're going to go back into uh, Bray Wyatt. Like, yeah. it's just something just to reintroduce him on TV. But you got to be an absolute moron if you're not going to. <laughs> yeah. you be
1: if you don't see how over it is, and they already have a t shirt out for him, I mean, if you don't, and, and he's going to be uh, downloadable in the new Dirty video game. I mean, if you don't see how over this is, you're not ending this. Now, do you put him on Raw every week? No. But you don't, you don't end this character. Maybe you have yeah, him be Bray okay. every now and then, but you always have just like Finn and the Demon. You'd always have the fiend there, you know.
0: Yeah, I would still have maybe work the house shows against a local guy, wanted to get a local guy paid. Oh yeah, just to put him on, just to put him on the show just to draw. Yeah, you know? and then that's have was.
1: people just want to see the entrance, you know.
0: That's how it was back in the day. Remember Piper never wrestled on TV because why give away the bash for free? You gotta come to the house shows. You gotta come to the house shows. So maybe you know, yeah, like entrance is 3 minutes, the match is 3 minutes and the end is 1 minute,
1: it's a whole 10 minute segment yeah, I mean, and that, exactly. and the people are happy because they just want to see him come out and just and kick someone's ass, and they, they haven't beat like the cruiserweights, you know, nothing against cruiserweights but you know, have Fiend come out, just destroy them and just that, that builds them up, oh I went to the house show and the Fiend came out,
0: it was awesome yeah, so we shall see what happens, let's go into the main event, we I, we talking about this the last couple weeks on the podcast, how they're building it, and we're like, well we saw it at, at, at Wrestlemania, and it wasn't the match on WrestleMania. Mania and I kept saying that Brock Wants to wrestle, and Rollins is one of the maybe I think Rollins is number two or three on the roster. I, I still think Brian's number one, and then AJ or Rollins is you know either two or three. You could flip flop them if Brock wants to wrestle. And obviously, Rollins they really dropped the ball with him these past two months with the love thing with him and Becky. So it's like they and they he just kept you know now they got the sympathy on him. We're cashing money the bank, he's beating them, he's beating them to a pulp, and they're cheering for Brock. But this crowd is just wants to cheer for the right things. So I'm like, if Brock shows up, you know Rollins is gonna show up. To me, the, I, this this is exactly what I thought it was. They knocked this out of the park. I mean, Rollins brought it. I mean, you were, I mean, if you remember Brock at Mania 30 beats Taker, and they're building him, building and building. Him. Like, uh, you know they're feeding him to somebody. Like, once Brock loses, it's going to mean something. And then it's like he oh, they're feeding him to Roman, and then the fans kind of crap down, and they build Brock up again. He lost this, well, the two biggest shows of the year, Mania and this one. You know both. You know I mean I don't think he. This this one was a clean. Obviously you can say Mania because he hit him low. You know to set up all those curb stops but this match went I think like 13-14 yeah. um, This this was awesome. This is what this is, and we'll get into it for the top, You know for our top five. Um, this is one of my top five matches of the whole week out of, oh, all, huh. these, out of all these shows I watched.
1: I think Dave Meltzer I, gave it a high star review. I think he gave it four and a half. a half. Four which, and a quarter yeah, or four and a half. That's a lot I for WWE for Dave yeah. Meltzer anyway.
0: Yeah, and then, and even Alvarez was like, "This was great" because they keep Rollins, they keep, they you know, they made Rollins look like a geek the last few weeks on TV, which they did. And this was the crowd was on as they were booing rock, they were cheering, set, and the finish was great. He goes to the five, gets the super kick, uh, curb stomp. You know, there's a frog splash to a table. I thought this was great, and I think this is, they really need, to, I mean, now it's like, okay, we're going with Rollins, we need to go with Rollins. It looked like they're, they're teasing a little feud with him and Strowman, like if Strowman's trying to help him with AJ, put Rollins over AJ on TV, have at the next pay-per-view, the Clash of Champions, have Rollins beat Braun, and then Braun with maybe put Braun with AJ to kind of get him off to the side and just, you know, have Rollins get a clean win over Roman. Like, you know, yeah. hey, I never lost the belt. I've beaten everybody. Let's do it! Like, do it on Raw. Do it, you know. Now they're going to be going out on, you know, or do it on SmackDown with the with, with the Fox deal. Have him go scene and Roman. Just just keep putting Rollins over. Now that like you got him hotter than he's ever been, this is where you want him. Don't mess it up, WWE. Please don't mess it yeah, up. Yeah. Don't
1: in don't have him come them. out and be a whiny promo, or come out and yeah. talk about his girlfriend because that's not don't what put, they want to see.
0: Don't put him. Don't put him. Put him. Him in gray. And, 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 and like Raw, and then okay, well, that and then have, have Rollins be great like nine minutes. Yeah, because uh, you're killing
1: match. your hot new cool character, and then it's like, eh, and then, then people are gonna turn on Seth if they did that.
0: Yeah, you got two hot things here with uh, with Rollins and with uh, Bray, and then the return of Sasha Banks. I mean, WWE's really got a lot of momentum here. Yeah,
1: before. and then what was cool is everyone thought Brock was gonna win. Like, we were watching live, and my friend was like, wow, they gave, actually gave it to Seth. I'm like, yeah, how about
0: that? So, so I'm well you thought Brock yeah. was gonna win. Me and Amber thought Rollins was gonna win. So we get the points there. So for the Summerslam to oh for NXT I had three, you had two. For SummerSlam, me eight, Amber eight, Andy had her eight. So oh, three way tie, crazy. It's,
1: it's, it's b block of the G
0: one. Anything I thought this was a great show. This is like an A plus a+ show. I, I enjoy it so the NXT show was really good. And this thing only clocked in about you know I'm not counting the pre-show it was about three and a half hours
1: so yeah that's how the like, pay per view should be you know that way you're not thinking like oh we're here all night
0: so this was yeah i took what happened was i took away again i i, I always take the monday after SummerSlam off off because usually even when they were on the actual pay-per-views it always ran like past 11. so i took it off and i was supposed to go to the beach and then amber said no because my uh her sister my sister-in-law and my nephew it's like they want to go to the beach. She said, there's no room for you in the van. Yeah. Not unless you want to get crammed in. I said, no, nope, I will sit home by myself. And I'll watch a couple wrestling. <laughs> Not a problem. You kids go have fun. So um, I'm looking and we'll get, uh, you know, I know I'm jumping ahead. But I'll jump ahead and then I'll jump back. So I'm looking at the G1 card. Now, obviously, you really just need to see the finals. But I'm looking at the card. I'm like, okay. Co-main event is, you know, what I call uh, the Aces, which is obviously Okada Tanahashi versus Saber and Suzuki. So it's like, okay, I definitely want to see that match. And the rest of the card, I'm like, eh. I can wait. The car, It starts at 2 a.m. Uh, so by the time I brushed my teeth and got settled and I went to bed at 11. So I'm like, okay, I want to see those last two matches. So I was like, I will get up at f- around 4 o'clock and I'll watch those last two matches. I don't want anything to be spoiled. So we'll leave it on that. Let's hit the rewind. Um, let's go back to... Well, anything about SummerSlam we want to go over before we to the book? Uh,
1: no, we pretty much uh, got all SummerSlam. Not, I, not a I, bad I, show. I, I enjoyed it.
0: Lo- I thought it was a great show. Loved it. Okay, let's get into. I uh, so put a pin in what I just said, and we'll, we'll come back when we get into Monday's show. So let's get into Saturday's show. Um, okay. Obviously, uh, you watched this live. I didn't. Yeah, I did,
1: because I was on the way to the beach. So I was like, I'm in the car, I have nothing to do. I'm going to watch this live. So, okay, let's get into the most important thing of this
0: tournament, sir. Going into 810, night 17, Matt Turner, 53 points. My wife fifty seven Amber uh uh Header fifty seven. So you are Amber Edder Deadlock. Keep in mind the Funko Pop winner is only me and you. She just decided that she wanted to be in this because she's insanely competitive. <laughs> so we get into uh first match was Sonata and Bad Luck falle or the technical master bad luck Fale. Ooh, yeah. Well, remember the finish of this the finish of his last three wins were?
1: Was it all the the small package? What you won this one with? He
0: he, Tanahashi. He beat Tanahashi with the backslide. Oh, that's right. He beat, he beat Kenta. Kenta got her uh, from Ghetto. He beat him with the schoolboy, and Sonata had him in the skull end, and he reversed into an inside cradle. So look out, Zach Sabre Jr. <laughs> yeah,
1: because the new technical <laughs> technical masterpiece.
0: But we all got this one wrong. Uh, Fale gets the win. He finishes at eight. Sonata finishes at eight. I oh, do you have the observer? Um,
1: you know what? I'll, let me pull that up. I, I gave this one two stars. I thought, hey, this one was fine and not Foley's best match. I think that goes to uh, was it Tanahashi or Okada? I forget which one I had his best match. But yeah, well, well, it wasn't a bad match. Let me look up the star ratings real quick here. Yeah, while you're See. looking at
0: it, partner, I gave it three stars. They said it was fun. And the, uh, the finish, as soon as he had him in the inside crowd, Foley usually went grenade, the splash. Uh, the bad luck fall, or a whole bunch of interference. But, like, once you got him in the inside cradle, I was like, well, he won his last two matches with these dancing moves. So, it's a little wrinkle in Fale's game. And yeah. Just like, yeah, he can kind of win with anything. So, I gave this one three.
1: Yeah, and he could definitely use something, like a little added thing here. Let me see here. Well, they as they, pull it they added
0: something to the whole entire Bullet Club coming to the oh, end of this weekend.
1: Yeah, we'll get there. Um, Fale. Wow, I <laughs> think Dave said 3.5. So, he really
0: liked it. He loves. Loving it. Okay, Sarah, so then I think the next was Lance Archer and Evil. And I'm looking at this thing, and you had Lance Archer, and we never had Evil. And about two minutes into the match, I was like, I picked the wrong guy, because Evil wins all of his matches with everything is Evil. Um, I think he's got a good... The way he works his clothes on, both him and Shingo, and Ishii, that maybe they should get a couple wins with the clothes on, but I'm like, psychology-wise and the way this match is building, I knew you were going to get the points. You did get the points. Uh, Lance Archer wins with the... Uh, Everything, guys. Uh, everyone dies claw. Yeah, I, I used to yeah, call it the Von
1: everybody Air everybody dies claw. The EBD claw, they're calling it.
0: I'm just going to call it the Von Erich Claw. There you go. Dallas. So, uh, this, this, was a, this was a fun match. It was short, got to the point. This one got three stars from me as well. Archer finishes with six. Evil finishes with
1: eight. I gave it 2.5. I liked it, but nothing blow away. Big Dave, he must have really been enjoying the show today because he says 3.75. Wow. Yeah. He really liked the show.
0: Kenta, Zack Sabre Jr. I thought this was great. All three of us had Kenta. All three of us were wrong. The way the psychology, even Rocky Romero said this before the match started. He said this match does not favor Kenta at all because he's going to kick. He's going to strike. Eventually, Sabre's going to grab something. Kenta has a bad knee. Obviously, he's got his shoulders replaced. You can obviously see it. You know the scar there. And I think just like the psychology of the commentators here was here was excellent. Uh, great back and forth. Just a lot of stiff stuff from, uh, from the two of them. I gave this one. I have four and a quarter, but I uh, know I'm bucking this up to four and a half. Uh, Kenta finishes with eight. I don't like the way they job Kenta out here towards the end. Uh, Saber gets eight, so he kind of went on a roll there towards uh, towards the end. So I give this one four and a half. What about you, partner?
1: I, I like this one not not as much. I just gave it uh, four. Solid. It was good, but I, I never thought it really kicked into like that awesome. Mode, but I did like it. They were really stiff, and the kendo was really giving them some some stiff shots. And Zach gets it with the uh, what they're calling the ZSJ style armbar, which I think is the orienteering move. It was some crazy armbar they got him in. That was also really cool. He
0: actually actually won the uh, he actually beat Roderick Strong with that hold because it was a stomping of the heads on when he won the PWG title, and then like a month later. Bailey and Sasha had their 30-woman Iron Man Oh, yeah, I remember she Bailey, did. Bailey got her last follow. It was like a month or two after that DVD was released. Um, and I think they said Bailey was at that show because it, she's from California. And uh, so I, I'm like, she clearly picked that up. Then. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I like Thanks. that when they do the, the, the submission and they kind of let go for a little bit and they start doing the stri- strikes and then back in the submission. It's like, oh, you have to tap on at that point.
0: yeah. Danielson used to do a Ring of Honor. And he used yeah. movie, elbows, to do the triangle choke into the elbows, and then I kind of adopted it. I'm trying to adopt the triangle choke, and then put the guy I'm like in like an wrist lock. Is like Saber does like four submissions at once. So, but uh, excellent. What did uh what was Big Dave? Was he closer to me or you? You had four. I had four and a half. Was he four and a quarter?
1: He yeah. He said four and a half.
0: Oh, okay. So he's close close with me on that one. Okay. And now we're really ramping up. I mean, not that, like, you know, the first two matches were good. Third one went to another year. Now we're going Osprey and Tanahashi. I thought really thought, okay, Tanahashi they can't finish it with eight points. I thought this was excellent. You and you even texted me, too, when I was at the gym. You said, you are you know, the last two matches you're really, really going to enjoy. Great back and forth. And I'm, I'm sitting here watching this today. Amber's favorite wrestler is Will Osprey. Loves Will Osprey. It's like, I, I was, like, in disbelief when Osprey beat him. And I was like, I can't yeah. believe Osprey beat Tanahashi but With, with the Storm Raider. like. Yeah, of
1: course he is. But I know this is great. I gave it four and three fourths. That that's what I gave it to. it, And so did uh Dave Meltzer, four point seven five. I, I was watching, I was like, this is really good. It wasn't quite the, the five star match, but it was really good and kinda it's like uh kinda Tanahashi tell Will Ospreay like, Hey, you're 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 the new uh star here. Like he did with Kodobushi, like you're the next next to the guys. Even though Tanahashi ain't going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I obviously, you know, the last five or six years, uh, probably even than that we're pulling away about what New Japan is doing in the ring and how well they're growing. We always keep saying the weakest part of them is the tag division. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, and I know World Tag League comes up in November. They really need to load that. And they really, I mean, what if they do, because obviously they shake hands here. What if Osprey and Tanahashi tag up for World Tag League?
1: Wow, that'd be something. Or, I mean, maybe, or do they do Tanahashi up Okada, up. the Dream Team?
0: Or Osprey, Okada, because they're in chaos. That's true, yeah. and, you, and then you team up Ishii and Godo because they're chaos. Yeah. And Important. then plus, obviously, Kenta, you know, we'll get into a Kenta turned on. Ishii, Godo is being trained by Shibata, that whole thing. So I don't know, but I think it really, you know, obviously the one team I want to see, we talk about a nausea here, the one team I want to see, and it's right there. Not only see in it, but win it is Suzuki and Saber.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I And I think they got to be in it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, why not? And then we go to the main event. I mean, this is, you know, when, when we were picking this tournament, we had Naito over Ibushi just because we thought, okay, Ibushi may win it next year. Like, if they keep, okay, he was close last year, he made it to the finals. And he was close this year, he made it to the finals. But, we were picking, I think we both picked Naito just because we know that this this guy's either this year or, or, or that's it for Naito. Where Bushi, you know, he's young, he's still got some, you know, he's got a lot more left in the tank than Naito. I mean, maybe, allegedly. But I said, this is, I want Ibushi to win this tournament because the match I want to see the Tokyo Dome is abushi and Okada. You can make an argument that these are the two best wrestlers in New Japan, at, 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 you know, right now. Uh, so that's the match I want to see is Okada and Ibushi. So I'm like, we're going to get a little preview here. I think that they held back a touch, just a little bit. I think the fact that the match only went like 25 or 26 minutes, I know they have a 30 minute time limit, but I think given like 10 minutes, 10, 11 more minutes, where you can go like a 38, 39, 40, 41, uh, especially with that Tokyo Dome crowd, especially with more on the line, you know, with the title on the line at the main event of the Tokyo Dome, I think it's going to mean more. I still gave it five stars. It just barely hit that five star mark for me, just because of how well the crowd was into it. But the. The commentators missed it in this match in the final, but uh, Abushi did not use this move at all during the tournament, and he used it in this one and using the final of Jay White. But did you notice the move that he used to get into the Kamigoyes in this match in the Jay White match? The
1: straight jacket suplex, right?
0: No, well, no, right b- before it was B uh, trigger. Oh, did he do that? Oh, wow! He he would grab the wrist and pull him in. Okay, so I think Kam- I think
1: they called it short Kamigoye or something at the one time. Yeah, but they didn't know what to call yeah. it.
0: Yeah, it was clearly the B trigger, you know. And I don't know if they can't say it. I don't know if they weren't smart. But I was like, because Okada went to go hit the Rainmaker, and that was the, the counter. He hit him with that, and then uh, he hit him with the Kamigoye. Okada kicked out, and then you know, then he hit him with it again. So now it's like, okay, they had Omega kicked out of the Kamigoye last year. They had Okada kick out of it, and then obviously in, in the finals. So we know. Um, if they do this rematch at the Dome, which I think they're going to do, I think that's the smart money, is Ibushi, Okada, and, and the Dome. Obviously two knights, so I don't know what they're going to do with the other knight. Uh, Jericho, uh, I think Tanahashi, that even has though to it's not for a belt, man. I think it's got to be the main event just because Tanahashi is the king of the Tokyo Dome and Jericho is Jericho, but uh, who knows. So, abushi gets the win here. I thought this was excellent. Uh, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Like I said, I think that that they held back just a touch because I think if they give it ten more minutes, you'll see more stuff going. I think this is this is the match. I think they're going to do at the Tokyo Dome, which night I don't know. Uh, But this is the match that I want. So Bushi gets the win him and okada both finished with 14 points but uh bushi gets the tiebreak.
1: break what, what about i rambled on enough about this what yeah. about you partner i really liked it and uh, okada kicked out of Kamagoya, i'm like oh he's gonna win then he took another one i'm like oh, okay it's over because no one's gonna kick out of two kamigoyes but I, I really enjoyed it i i just said kind of a little bit less than five stars so i gave it to 4.75 i'm sure when they do the wrestle kingdom match which I'm sure they'll do they'll get five stars big dave said five stars i thought it was a great match especially watching the car I'm like wow this is really good and then coming after tanahashi and oh, osprey like wow two really good matches right in a row and i think well, like, Ibushi, was, i me mean, three
0: you said kens and sabre yeah over was four stars for you it was about four and a half for me so you literally went four and a, like if you go by the observer uh, and and basically me as well. you had four and a half, four
1: point seven five five stars. So if they had another match, it would have been five and a half. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if Kenny would have wrestled, uh, I yeah. don't know, AJ. <laughs> yeah, but it was a good show, and these last two matches were really, really strong. And then that they you sent me that thing I think where uh, Abushi said he wants to challenge for the title at the first Wrestle Kingdom, well, first day, and then defend it the next day if he wins it. And also go, win the Intercontinental title he wants to do. He wants to win one one day and win the next. I was like, okay, maybe they're going to do that. But then they have Naito saying he wants to do the same thing, and he's obviously Intercontinental champion right now.
0: So, now, okay, say everything, the belt stayed the same, everything stays the same. Do you do Nido J White, so Nido gets his win over the biggest heel? And we're going to get to that in a minute. J White is hands down the biggest heel in wrestling i saw something on night two like it's uh, on this next to movie that i've never seen in the history of me watching japanese wrestling and i'm going to tell you a spoiler and i've watched a lot of japanese yeah. wrestling in my day um you do naito j white and then you do Bushi, okada Bushi goes over okada naito wins and you have naito maybe beat abushi uh and then naito you know with both belts at the end of uh, the two nights at wrestle kingdom I mean-
1: you go to the Ibushi, only thing I don't like then, is that Bushi has the title for one day. It's like, yeah, but but then it—I don't know.
0: And then what do you do with Okada? Yeah, you know yeah, mean, yeah. Do you have, have, do you have Okada? cornerstone. You know have I mean? Okada. Like,
1: does he beat Bushi and then lose the idol?
0: I don't know. Well, don't... here's the thing: Okada, uh, beat Okada, so does Okada get his win back, or do they say that uh, Omega, you know, he's wrestled Okada x amount of times, he's pinned him three times, two falls. And then the G1, he went to a draw with him, so he knows the kink in the arm of Okada. And he talked to Ibushi, so it's like, does Ibushi have Okada's number? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know where they're going with it, but I'm excited.
1: So it's it's like all a, this one about, I was going to say, if, I, if, if Ibushi wins the title, I kind of want to have it for longer than one day, you know? <laughs> and that's that's a very non-New Japan thing to flip the title that much. But it kind of seems storyline that that's where they're going. But then you never know.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe something he was just saying. I think the last match that you that we see at these two Tokyo totally Dome shows has got to be Obushi and Okada. That's the biggest match to make right now. But or is
1: way, it? Yeah, I mean the way the way of is talking, it's him and Nidal for the Continental Title. You know, so I'm
0: talking about a certain somebody coming out of retirement. Oh, this is yeah. <laughs> we'll get into. So how did I finish? All three of us got the uh, the block winners. So I only got one match right this whole entire show, and that Ooh. was Obushi. Uh, so I finished with four points. They so got three for Obushi getting the win. You had five and Amber had five. So we did both. We all did terrible this show. Yeah, yeah I won right. You two had two but we get to three. So I go into uh, the second to last night with 53 points. You and Amber both tied at 50, uh, 57. Uh, yeah, 57. I'm sorry. I, I said that wrong. Going into the show I had 49. You two had 52. So okay. I got four, 53, 57, 57. Okay. Let's get into the B block. i 18. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah this or day is, uh, 18, Whatever
1: you want to say. Uh,
0: Eight eleven. Uh, let's see the first match was, was Yano and Jeff Cobb, right? Yes. This was I thought this was like the worst match of well this might have been the worst match of Home Play G one. I really
1: didn't care for it. I thought it was alright. It's uh you know, Jeff Cobb not the best at comedy. But yeah, it's a, it's a Yano match, it's alright. They have it two and a half, it was fine. But Jeff Cobb really like he's a guy that's in the tournament and he didn't really stand out. I mean he's had good matches but he doesn't really stand out.
0: I think he's the only one. I mean, look at everybody in this tournament. Everybody either stayed the same or elevated. Like Okada, oh how much better can get? You know what I mean? Um, I torture, think everybody
2: either stayed yeah. the same
0: or elevated. I think Cobb was the only one that it was kind of like forgettable.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: What was the observer two and a half?
1: He the, he gave it. Hold on, I'll say right. He gave it two point two five.
0: Okay. I gave it two. And, and uh, again, with this one, I uh, like. This show started I think at like five. I set my alarm for six and as soon as I woke up I, put, you know I turned on the old iPad and this match was just starting. So my timing was perfect. I missed I missed the uh the all the prelims. no of the time matches. matches. So. so then next we went to Tai Chi, correct?
1: Yes, and this match was really good.
0: This match was awesome. I know a lot of people were saying this was Tai Chi's best match. I don't know if this was his best match, if this was his best performance. I know he's working, oh, oh I'm just gonna go back. Yano finishes with eight points. Cobb finishes with eight points. All three of us picked Jeff Cobb, so we all picked up uh, points on that one. Yeah, he was with Tory Islands. I, yeah, obviously Ishii. I mean, he always has phenomenal matches, but even Tai. It's not like Ishii carried Tai here. Taichi really elevated his game. He. I mean, we talked about how the first couple matches he was basically kind of channeling Kawada, who I didn't know until you told me was uh, was his trainer. And then like the last, like the middle of the tournament, he was doing like a lot more of his cheating stuff. This was him channeling Kawada 100%. A lot of stiff things, a lot of firing up. Uh, and then I believe Tai Chi beat him clean.
1: Yeah, he beats him with my move, Kryptonite Night Cruncher, as he calls his Black Mephisto, which is their a crash, if you're not familiar with those two terms. So, yeah. yeah I, but,
0: thought, I, thought, I thought this was great. I gave this one, uh, Amber had Tai Chi,
1: Huh? I, she gets points. We do. I gave this one four and a half. Yeah, I, I gave four four point two five, and uh, Dave gave it four and a half. But I can mean, see why you give four and a half. It's really good. It's probably Taiji's best match of the of the G one. I'd say. Maybe ever. Yeah, man. Maybe maybe ever. Which is which. Hey, hey he's 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 one of them guys. He's coming out of the G one looking much better when we went in.
0: Yeah, I think him and Lance Charger, they uh, they they vaulted the most. They both finished with eight points. She's to be kind of the everybody gets eight points. Yeah. Get eight points. Yeah. Get eight points.
2: Thanks. I thanks for coming eight, eight points. Andy Hedder,
0: so, yeah. um, we will get into Juice and Moxley. This was—they were kind of building this one up quite a bit. This wasn't as good as their U.S. title match. I still really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was, you know, only New Japan where you see somebody bring out a weapon and then the over baby face puts <laughs> the weapon away and gets cheered. Yeah,
1: puts the table in like yay. But uh, yeah, I, I agree. I thought this one was good, but not as good as their uh, the last one. I gave it four even. And Dave Meltzer gave it 4.25, and Moxley, or, or Juice Robinson wins, rather, with the uh, Pulp Friction.
0: Juice finishes at 8, Moxley, just like Kenta loses his last handful, he finishes, uh, he finishes for ten. 10. And then we go to, uh, I mean, a- as loaded as the show was, I think this one stole the show, Godo and Shingo. Yeah. This just, sh- just shows, uh, uh, this match right here is why I keep talking up for Rocky Godo and how it's just like, this, they're missing something with him. Like, give him another intercontinental title run. You know, you had one years ago. I think it was like in 12, 2012. I think now New Japan's as hot as they are. I mean, you got I think you got to do something huge with Godot here. Uh, I thought this was great. This great back and forth. I mean, they you know great forearms. The psychology of like the the, the clotheslines and the kicks and building everything up. I thought this was tremendous.
1: Yeah, I I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was real good It kind of put them off like both as like a uh, evenly matched too, which was kind of cool. And then uh, what Shingo got the win with last of the Dragon, which it's, it's okay because they both finish, well, Godo finishes with 10 points and Shingle finishes with 8. So Shingle kind of started off the G1 losing a lot, but then he pulls it in at the end. But uh, a great match. I gave it 4.5. What, what did you give? it?
0: The same, sir. Four and a half.
1: Uh, and uh, Dave Meltzer, he liked a little bit more. said 4.75. We get to the main event. Now, now main
0: event a lot riding out for the points. Again, my wife is, she does not win, she does not win anything yeah. the bragging right. This is what she wants to win. She has Jay White going to the final. Now, it's, I pretty much, there's pretty much no way I'm catching up to you. I'm a couple behind, and we kind of agreed on everything the last few nights. And we have N- Nido over Bush in the final. So I basically was telling her, it's going to come down to White and Nido because if White wins, you'll get three points. Um, well actually you'll get four points because White'll win, you'll get the one point for the win on the single match and then three on the tournament, it and then vice versa. So Jay White comes out this is what this is what I was to a couple minutes ago. I've never seen the I haven't watched the Japanese reference since like ninety six, ninety seven. FMW, Noah, All of Japan, New Japan, uh DDT, Dragon Day, yada yada yada. I've never seen this happen But Jay White gets halfway down the random and they are booing him. Like he's part of the his family in nineteen eighty six. I that's no, like he gets ruled when the match starts, in the middle of the match, we can see but I've never seen it where they come out and they're booing him in, in Japan. Because usually they don't they wait until they get into the ring. Because they wanna be respectful. And, and Jay White's I'm like, oh my God, they're bluing him. Like that loudly he's only halfway done the ring he stops. And he soaks it in. And I'm like if, if, if you're the booker and you had Jay White winning this, you might want to flip this because this place, this, this place might ride if Jay White wins. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, it's not go away dude. This, this is old school dude, this is the you want. You will pay money to see Jay White versus a Shabada or somebody that's going to kick the crap out of Jay White. So, then Naito comes out with a giant pop. This is the question I'm going to ask you. this crowd hate Jay White more than they like Naito? Or did this crowd like Nido more than Jay White? It's
1: like yeah, hmm. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. I would say it's probably about even. So now they said I think
0: there was about eleven thousand people in here. How many people
1: were cheering for Jay White? Four, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they really did like Jay White. And then you have up against like you know someone like Nido, who everybody loves. So even by default, I mean, if you're if you're a heel and you're up against Nido, you know you're not going to get cheered too much anyway. But I mean, then Jay White being really hot as a heel. I mean, yeah, he had the two extremes.
0: Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. Like I Piper used to say about Hogan, they wouldn't love you as much, if they didn't hate me as much. And it's like, you don't know. Like, how do you judge that? You know not I'm saying? You got a point, Cause, Like Hogan worked with this person, worked with that person. You never got, like, the heat from the crowd as much as you did with Piper. Like, you know, so just like, well, did Piper need him or he didn't. Regardless, obviously, worked with money for both of them. And this gave for a magical, easy match. I had this great, uh, this is back and forth. And I was, I'm literally laying on my parents. Like, I got something to eat. I'm literally laying on my parents for, why well, am Well, you know, watching it on the iPad. And then, uh, as soon as the winner was announced, I took a picture, and sent it over to my wife because I was telling her I was like, "Yeah, you're." you're. You i was calling. I told her on, um, <laughs> on Saturday night was like, I, I'm getting up early so I can watch Naito with the G One and then uh, have Heather beat you for overall points because I'm uh, not with the G One. With the beat locked, and she's like, It's, it's not gonna happen. Man. You're out of your mind. I was
1: so convinced that I don't know this match. Me too. I'm like, He's gotta win. He's gotta win. Yeah, and then and, and Jay White wins with the Blade Runner. It's like, Whoa, I was watching live. I'm like, Wow, they're going with Jay White. It's like and then it's like, I mean thought, like, What do they do with nido now so I don't know. I don't know
0: what you do with nido now because they kind of job him on the beginning the tournament. And he does this Bradley with all these. i Okay, now. You know, they're rallying Jay White, so you got these two guys rallying, and then, okay, Naito will go over Jay White, you know, for the, you know, they don't get to the pop and then You kind of have a, you know, what they've been doing for the final for the last three or four years was just like, you kind of have a 50-50, you know, obviously it's just like a kinda Kanahashi, doesn't matter who wins, the crowd's going to be happy, and then the year before, you had um, Naito and Omega, doesn't matter who wins, the crowd's going to be happy, you got Goto. Omega, you know, the Omega is supposed to be with a cheer I mean, so it's like, well, we know what they're doing here, but he, I tell you what, what uh, White hits Nido with a Blade Runner, and I'm like, okay, Nido's gonna
1: have Blade Runner. Yeah. And then they hit three, and I was like, what, what, just, what just happened? Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of I was like, oh, man, j Jay White winning this? And it's like, okay, I guess to get, you know, that way you have this clearly face, Total Bougie versus clearly heal Jay White rather than splitting the crowd 50 50 or maybe, you know, 60 40.
0: Yeah, and then you know, the one thing I think that they should have fit, that. I mean, like, this was a missed opportunity, and obviously the next day they more than made up for it. Like, Jay White and Ghetto, they don't come out bull club stuff, they just come out with Jay White stuff. They don't even, like, the bull club's just like not really cool anymore. You know, it's just like they don't really push it. Like, Jay White's supposed to be their leader, but he never really pushes the bull club.
1: Yeah, he so doesn't even like, come out wearing a bull club shirt.
0: So I was like, well, the Bull Club's got to come down the ring and celebrate with them. And then he gets attack on a booshie. And I'm like, the Bull Club needs to come and help him with the attack. And then nothing happened. I'm like, man, they're really missing the bull the Bull Club stuff. But, um, so not only does Amber get the three points here, out of 18 nights of uh, five matches, there's only one person that went five for five. Amber goes five for five on this night.
1: How pucks?
0: Buzz gets the three points.
1: Wow. So
0: yeah, <laughs> I don't need to know. I obviously get the final point, so I'm sure you can figure out from there that it's a foregone conclusion. So we get into the final night, and like I said, I kind of oh, I'm sorry, I did. I had for four and a quarter, but because the crowd was so hot, it bumped it up a half a star for me. I gave it four point seven
1: five. See, I, I liked it, but I wasn't really. I just give it four even, and then Dave, Dave said four point two five. So if he gets a four and a quarter as well.
0: Uh Jay White finishes with twelve, Nido finishes with ten. Uh let's go into the final night, sir. So basically I know I've talked about it before, so when it's like all right, I'll get up at four o'clock, I'll watch those the last two matches. Uh I got up probably about, about fifteen minutes before my alarm was supposed to go off and I was like, Well, I'm up and go downstairs. So I not now I'm home. I'm home. So I go downstairs but put the well uh First thing I see, that's connected with the bullet club here is They're all on top of somebody, like, and I was like, no. I "Now, I keep hearing I'm like I'm a giant fan of Kenta, but all these Kenta's been you know, to see him groove, the see I'm like, oh, he'll win them over, he'll win them over. And people like, he's gonna go back to Noah, and Noah doesn't want him. we they gonna go after this? And I'm like, well, from what I understand, he's out of destruction for a poster. He signed, but the end of the year, so it's just like you know, he's a man without a country. Where they and I keep all these reviews like. Hearing. I'm like no, you he's not, no, not gonna do that much. You guys are crazy. Every it's like you know I'm like you guys are crazy. No, Kenta's not gonna do be that. I mean, he'll over what the bullpulp. Yeah. But so I said Kenta with the and I'm like well this makes sense. The crowd wants the bull, let them ball Yeah. He to the up and then I'm like oh, I'm like who, who they beat up? And about 20 seconds goes by. I'm like oh my god they beat up Shibata. But I didn't know the whole thing because I literally turned it on. I just Kenta with the bullpulp. and everybody standing over Shibata. Yeah. So, did,
1: did you see this whole entire thing play out? Or yeah, well, well it's like up is uh, when they started doing the thing where uh, Ken starts turning on, I forget who you beat up first. Uh, oh, Yoshi, Hashi, and Ishii. And, and they're doing that, and then my feed paused. So, like, oh my god, we're already staying up to like, what? 4.30 in the morning, whatever whatever time it is at this moment. And we stayed up to watch this match. Well, the next match, and then this. And it's like, oh, what's going on? And then it pauses, and I turn back on, I'm like, Shib- I see the image of Shibata flying through the air doing the drop kick. I'm like, what Shibata? And then instantly, I like, I was falling asleep. I'm like, I'm up now. And man, he looked, he looked great because he, he he uh. I'm oh, go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to text you, but I was like, he's on vacation. I don't want to
0: wake him up. I don't know if he's he's in another room with somebody else. I don't want to wake them up. I'll wait
1: for you to text me. And then it was like five minutes later. Like, Did you see that? He's up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna message him so you don't get spoiled. I'm like. You gotta you gotta watch the ending of the tag match before the last match. But yeah, Shibata, Shibata looked great, like they had Kente, like he was just about to cut a promo and then Shibata comes out and, and forms him. I'm like, wow! And then like, he's getting physical, I'm like, he's getting really physical! And he did his drop kicks and he looks like he didn't miss a day, like he, he wrestled yesterday. And then they cut gave him through. a spine buster too, so yeah, he, he looks great. So I mean, he wouldn't do that if he wasn't gonna at least try to at least have one match.
0: I went back and watched
1: his partner he did take a bus. But didn't
0: he? I thought he did. No, they? because, because I, what happened was I watched this, obviously watched the tag, I watched the final, girls left, went to the shore. I'm like, I'm up, let me get my gym in now, so it's done and over, went to the gym, came home, cut grass. And then I was like, I'm going to rewatch watch NXT and I'm going to watch this whole entire show. And I know obviously I was texting you back and forth. And so for, if there was a hundred people on social media talking about the G1 final, 60 to 65 we're talking about this angle over the over the actual final yeah
1: which which kind of stole a little thunder from it but did they yeah, do the something where they slammed them down? down I thought they picked them up and slammed them down somehow
0: no because here's what happened that I was listening to somebody sent me a thing like Mel, I guess like Meltzer and Alvarez immediately after the show was over they when they did like a like a, an hour podcast like other, okay I mean for them, it was like three or four in the morning so somebody sent me the link and they talked about how if you leave it, it even, even in the middle of the use like, I just got text in Japan they said Shibata's never gonna yeah. wrestle again but they said the person that texted them that they said 90% of the people backstage didn't know that this was gonna happen Wait, so well, if you they go, go back and watch they said that they were real careful if you go back and watch it so Kenta hits the GTS on Yoshi, which immediately sets up what the, mat, the match, which they're doing um, same day yeah, as uh, the AEW show so it hits the, hits the GTS, and then Yoshihashi gets a little bit on Kenta like fires back a little bit, they take him out he gets on the microphone, Shibata comes out, obviously. They do a whole deal. So, Shibata, he, and everybody from the Bullet Club, like, when he touched them, it was like something out of a Kung Fu movie because these guys flew. I mean, they made Shibata look like a million bucks. But if you know Shibata, he hits hard, so it makes sense. So, he hits the dropkick in the corner. He goes after Ghetto. Um, Kenta locks the choke in on uh, Shibata. He goes for the penalty kick. Go back and watch the penalty kick. Kenta stops halfway through. Because he knows if he swings all the way, there's a good possibility they'll hit him in the head. Oh, okay. So he Stop halfway running so he can kick him in the shoulder. The grills of Destiny get on top of Kenta and look like they're going to punch him in the head. Like they grab his head and then they don't do anything. So they leave mm. his head alone. But again, Gitto being the master booker he is, I don't think they would have done this if they're not going to be, they pay out on January 4th and 5th.
1: I agree. I mean, why would you do this? If he it's if, if just a tag match where. Chibana's super limited. I mean, yeah. I, can't, I can't seem to. I mean, he threw them drop kicks. He really threw them. So I mean, it's like. I and mean, first he hits the running like the, the haluka kick that uh, same as Zane does. And then yeah. he hits the two uh, drop kicks, and I was like, wow,
0: they, they look awesome. A huge pop. I mean, huge pop. I mean, every, he wants like. I mean, it's been two and a half years that he, you know, is bleeding on the brain. But I mean, you. Could, I think you can do the. I mean, he wouldn't have. They. He wouldn't have done it if they didn't clear him. He was yeah. training those guys. And not only that, but here's another wrinkle, too, that I didn't even realize until Meltzer put it over. The Bullet Club beat up the LA Dojo kids. Yeah. So those are his guys. And look how great those guys are. I mean, I would look up, you know, Connors.
1: Um, and Fredericks, yeah. And
0: Fred, I mean, those guys are excellent. They're so good, which speaks to. Now, I didn't know Clark Connors actually trained with Landstorm. Oh, I know and, and then he went to the LA Dojo. So it's just like, geez, before you're really even getting your feet wet, you're training with Landstorm and Aunt Chibata. Not too bad, sir. No, not at all. So, I, I think they're going to do a match again. They can do a tag match where it would be Kenta or uh, Shabbat and Goto. Uh, they won the uh, World Tag League a couple of years ago. It the be uh, Anderson Gallows at the Tokyo Dome. You could do them versus uh, Fale and Kenta or Kenta and Jay White. Or you could do a six-man where it be Kenta and the Girls of Destiny versus you know Ishii, Goto, and, and Shabbat. Just have Shabbat you know, do his stuff and stay away from his head, but I, I mean, there's got to be a, a big payoff down the road. Yeah, I, don't I think, think there's has to be I something. I don't think Shabbat, you just use sh- not unless they're only using the Shabbat thing to get Kenta over as a heel, but I think there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel
1: here. Yeah, I think they have to do something where Shabbat wrestles. Even like a six-man, they're going to be even doing less than a tag match, so I, I got to you something. I don't think he would have did this if he was never wrestling ever again, you know?
0: Yeah, especially Ghetto and will be the best bookers in wrestling in the last seven or eight years. I mean, I think I think they are. I mean, they're all about long-term booking, so... Yeah. Obviously, that, I think that this, this was the plan. This might have been the plan halfway through the G1, the beginning of the G1. Uh, I don't know, but I, I thought this would be... Meltzer, you know, I mean, I know Meltzer is he loves loves the new japan stuff he said this is probably the best angle in the last 30 years i'm talking okay, around this is awesome I've, i don't know if it's the best I would, angle
1: i wouldn't say years. that but it was really good
0: <laughs> but but now you have a guy with literally 24 hours prior to the show that like is team to be new japan after this and now it's just like oh yeah i mean he's probably the second i mean and the Bull club's cool again you literally have the best heel all of wrestling and the second best heel in all of wrestling in my opinion all at the bowl club yeah, I think and, and Jay White's the best heel and I think Kenta after that I mean Kenta stock just shot right up yeah
1: especially and that, that was a smart move too because like other than Jay White they really have no clear heel total heel characters because everyone yeah, cheers man, for Suzuki yeah. next would be Zack Sabre but I mean people still cheer for him too so yeah, and now you they, clearly have I, I, two heels I'm
0: going to jump ahead here for two seconds and then Jay White comes out halfway through you know gets the booze and then he brings out the Bullet Club and that's what he needs to do he needs to associate the, with, with the Bullet Club with those guys wearing Bullet Club shirts
1: yeah get it back
0: so cool again i mean it's cool again cool in a bad way like i mean if you think about like when they first formed the ball club Devitt was he was a heel but he was so good that he got cheered And you know the night that he left did the day that aj came in and aj of course was doing heel things but you know he's aj and then omega comes in and you know Omega literally turns they're supposed to be heels but him and the bucks are so cool they turn into baby faces you know and then they do the you know golden elite and then club really you know, it was like okay jay white's red hot make them you know as, as a heel making the lead of the bull club and they kind of just kind of just cooled it off and then literally i mean you want to talk about the rocket going up i mean this is this, this was this was a great angle
1: oh yeah it definitely was
0: now they went from something awesome to i i'm going to be one of the very few people that are going to question the new japan direction after what happened in the next match so you have the next match perfectly fine match it was short you know Where do you go from there? You have the ace, the ace, Okada, Tanahashi, Suzuki, Sabers. it's a great match, it's quick, they didn't go too long, because you you had people still clamoring for the angle, and you have the final coming up. So, I guess Suzuki must be going into the uh, Super Juniors next year, because he gets the win with uh, Mystico's La Mysticata into the choke, into the pile driver. I'll Yeah. Clean win. Uh, both teams were great. I, I would love to see Kota Okada in the uh, the World Tag League as well. Just so you know, because you, you need need you know bigger stars uh, and be, better matchups in the Tag League. So Suzuki grabs the microphone and goes, basically says something similar to, You lost to a guy not even in the G1. I don't want a title shot. I just beat you. I want you to hand the belt over <laughs> yeah. to me." To me, and I may be, maybe you might agree with me, but that's it. You might be the only two people that agree with me. To me, Okada should have took
1: the belt and handed it over to Suzuki. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's and not- they
0: missed the boat on that. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> for, a, for a tag match that was kind of not really throwaway, but nothing really, you know, spotlight on, I thought this was really good. And Dave gave it 4.5. Uh, but I, I like the Suzuki being the next challenger and stepping up and. I like give them direction for the next show? I think that's the Royal Quest or one of the destructions this Suzuki be Okada? No, it's,
0: it's Ro- Royal Quest, but the, it's a triple main event. It's that, it's Saber Tanahashi which they've been setting up, and then it's uh, for the Never Title Ishii and Kenta, oh, that and man. that is the same date as uh, the AEW show. So now it's in England, so we don't get that crazy early start, but I think we get a little bit earlier. So I know I have, I, I believe I have a barbecue that gave Amber's family. So I think, I think it's I think it's I think it's the afternoon. So it's like when I think at eleven starts at like two or three, mm-hmm. but I think I was talking people Google. Should drop, and you think the show starts at four? Yeah, then three then or A-W four,
1: at, and then you got AEW yeah. of course at like the normal seven thirty time or what yeah. whatever. Yeah. So we should be able to watch all this before AEW. Yeah. Um, well,
0: AEW I think is on a regular pay per view. So I think what I'll do is I even if I'm a couple minutes behind, um, that then that's that. But I mean, we I think we know how the main events can end. We know it's gonna be a great match. Okada's going to retain. So. Yeah, and
1: I, I don't see Suzuki winning the belt here. I mean, much as I just like to see Suzuki win the title at least once. I don't, I don't see it happening here.
0: No, sir. Then we get to the main event. Uh, Jay White comes out clear. I mean, This is obviously clear face versus heel. I think I know the way they're going to go with this, but then they're stacking the deck. And then they finally get some credibility in the officials of New Japan, where Red just throws everybody out for yeah. Ghetto. And then I'm like, okay, how long before they draw Ghetto? They go to Circle. Ghetto grabs uh, Ushi's hurt ankle throws ghetto out. So I'm like, okay, here we go. So I thought this match was excellent. I know Dave Meltzer's rating was it's, I think just way too high. Yeah,
1: this. I enjoyed the match. I didn't enjoy it that much. He actually broke the five stars and gave it five point five. I, I I give it four point five, so a whole step I thought it was really good, but it was not this be all blow away awesome match. I mean it was very good. I mean, 5.5, that's put in with uh, Okada and uh, Kenny Omega's first match? I I don't think so.
0: If you tell me this is better than every single one of the masawa uh, Kobashi (laughs) matches, that, that, you know, I just, no. Uh, I think he just, because of the angle, again, I gave this one 4.75, but because of the crowd, I gave it 5. Jericho always said, if you watch Rock vs. Hogan, WrestleMania 18, and I was there for... You watch it with the sound off, three, three and a half, maybe 3.75, mm-hmm. you watch it with the sound off, it's a five-star match. Oh, yeah, you know, you, You've been wrestling a long time, you know you've had those matches where it's not going well in the ring, the fans are buying it. Like, okay, well, I didn't plan on working this headlock too long, but the fans are liking this headlock, I guess I'm going to milk it. And then it's just like, it wasn't that good in the ring but the crowd was into it, and vice versa. You probably had matches where you got everything in the ring was going well, your timing was going well, the fuckings were going well. You know, everything was going well and the crowd just wasn't buying it. And sometimes that happens. No. Sometimes you get that hot crowd and just, you know, it makes the match so much better. And I think the, the, I think the crowd was so into this, and this was the whole build for the tournament. To me, it hit the five part, but I'll say this. I'm not going to use the word worse. It's a negative. Like I said, I'm giving this match five stars. Probably the last four or five Q1 finals were better than this one. So let's rewind. Last year, yeah. I and mean, that's how good the G one finals have been the last four or five years. So let's rewind. So obviously last year we had a and Hosh. I think that's the greatest Q1 final ever. Then the year before, you had Naito and Omega, which everyone knew Naito was going to uh, win. But I I remember watching the match, and I'm like, boy, Omega's hitting a lot of stuff here. Maybe Omega's going to win. I thought that match was better. You go the year before, you have Ardoin Nakamura's best match ever with, uh, I'm sorry, you have Goto and Omega. I thought Goto and Omega was just slightly better than this one because like nobody saw those two guys in the final. You know? Yeah. They, they, that's when they will not put foreigners in, and like, wow, Goto over Okada and Tanahashi because Okada and Tanahashi was in the, they were in the same block. I thought that was slightly better than this one. Uh, the year before was that really good Nakamura Tanahashi match. You, you can make the argument for is Nakamura's best match ever, and the year before that was uh, Okada uh, Nakamura, which uh, you know I mean it was really putting the stamp on on Okada. And then the year before that was Naito, before he was L.I.J. and Tanahashi. As good as that match was, I think maybe this year was better. But again, going back the last four or five years, I think the last four or five were better than this one. And to me, this one was still five stars. So that just shows you how
1: good the G1 finals are. Yeah, I mean, the G1 overall always gives you awesome matches. And the finals is usually the, the be-all, end-all of all of it. So, yeah, it was a yeah. good match, but I don't think it was 5.5. I mean, that's put it right with Okada versus Osprey, but she also gave 5.5, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought Kent. Yeah, I thought Okada and uh, Okada Bushi was better, Kent and Okada. But I mean, obviously we will get into that. We'll do a top ten and then our uh, you know our MVPs as well. But I thought it was really good. It was a perfect storybook ending. Uh, and we got you know the guy that I I wanted to win. But I will say this, partner. I have been predicting the G One since I've been really really following it since like O two O three, and uh, the only year that before the G One started when I look at the participants. That I ever predicted right was two years ago with Naito beating Omega. My wife, on her first try, got it right.
1: He got the whole thing. Yeah, right?
0: She picked Obushi over Jay White in the final before it started. So here's how it shakes out. I finished, now just to give you perspective, I have my notes from last year. Last year was a one-point difference, which uh, you won. I had 61, you had 62 last year. This year I finished with 57. You finish with 61, so you win. You win the pop figures. So all right. so you just tell me which one you want. If you want to wait until uh, Comic Con until you see something, whatever you want, sir.
1: Sounds good. How so about it? Went two years in a row, but Amber technically won.
0: <laughs> Amber, obviously, she did. I bought her the, uh, the office pop figures, the Pam and Jim ones. Oh, so she, has, she, she collects, like, couples. Yeah. And she puts them on her desk at work. She has, like, all the couples from Big Bang Theory. She has. Uh, Richard Gere and Julia Roberts' characters from Pretty Woman, which I didn't know existed, but I was to did I. <laughs> um, I got her uh, Phil and Claire from Modern Family, she's got a whole bunch, so I, I bought those for her uh, regardless. So again, me with 57, you with 61, she finished with 71.
1: Wow, how about
0: that? 71, For her first
1: time boy. predicting it. Yeah, and she predicted j White. and we're like, yeah, hey, j White he
0: won it. <laughs> yeah, 71. I've been predicting this G-1 either in my head or on message boards or obviously the second year we did this on this podcast or talking with friends since probably 0203 and I've never predicted a, the only one time have I predicted before it started, the A-block, B-block, final winner, correct, and she gets in the first week. <laughs> So, you know, I was telling her this morning, I said, you know, she goes, what did I finish with it it's 71? She goes, what did you guys do last year? I said, Heather was 62. Yeah. I go, I go," you know how, how hard that's going to be 71? If we do this podcast in our 15 years, we may never beat that 71. Yeah, I know. That's My a God. top mark to beat. <laughs> Man, so, well, how about it? About so, that.
1: you have so any she, money riding on the sports game, it's just ask Amber who's going to win. She,
0: I tell you what, she's, I don't know, she just uses, maybe we look into it too deep. She uses basic psychology, but like she's... <laughs> She's smarter than marrying me. I don't. know. She's a smart girl. Okay, sir. Um, do you want to do top ten
1: matches or top five MVPs? Uh, let's do let's do MVPs first. Well,
0: how do you want to go? You want to go
1: me five, you five, or you just want to Yeah, I, I five guess five. so. Yeah, then we'll agree. So I'll, I'll go first. My MVPs. The, the guy guy wins it for the past three years. I'm no, going. We always
0: gotta
1: go. Fi- you gotta start at five. Oh, you want to start five? Okay. Yeah. So we'll go. F- I, I, I. It's kind of hard to pick. Like. For the last three, I'm like, I don't know, this guy, this guy, this guy. So for number five, I'm say John Moxley, because almost all his matches were, were very good. Well, he didn't have any one, five-star tri- ones, but, you know, just all his matches were good. Plus, it was the first time, That's and cool. it was, a, what, a, what a difference, you know, from Dean Ambrose.
0: Yeah, he, cha- he, he, he changed his style. With one, two, and three, I knew who my top three were going to be. Four and five was top.
1: Yeah, it is. But
0: uh, number five, I put, I, I picked Kuroki Goto. I really think now they have a lot to do with them. Even though he wasn't in anything with the can't the kenta turn,
1: I mean, you know, go for revenge for his buddy, you know? Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Yeah, and then so he's I, the one that came out I he looked in great shape for the whole tournament, so I'm sure they've got some plans yeah. for him, especially if he's in that match with if Shibata, that we're thinking of that What a match that is. You know, it's high profile. Yeah,
0: he was he was my number five. I used to get five with Moxley. That's a yes. great, great pick. He obviously in great shape, completely changed his style, which you uh, basically was to show you that I mean, they can really, I mean, anybody in the WWE in the top 15 or 20, if they want to leave and go, go elsewhere, you know, even go into, I I mean, I'll give this maybe a couple minutes, go to Japan, go to Noah, drag gate, and he knows what they're doing over there, I mean, I know the focus is not New Japan, but the stuff that's been going on in Noah in the past, like, seven, eight months, it's really underrated, really good stuff. Wow, yeah. But um, my number four, since you went first, number five. my number four is Kenta. I had him at number five, and said the angle, um, he's... He's top heel now, uh, so obviously I'm a huge Kenta fan. love his stuff in Noah. Loved his stuff in Ring of Honor. I thought he, a lot of his matches were really, really good. He didn't get the reaction that he wanted to, or maybe then again, maybe they did. Maybe this is what they wanted online, the but
1: my number four is Kenta. Well, yeah, I can't argue with you there. My number four, I'm gonna go Will Osprey, because everything Will Osprey did in this match was uh, I don't think this match. This tournament was was very good. I thought he was gonna do a little more better point wise than he did, but hey, he still had probably the best match of the tour which is uh lost papers uh okada so that's my number four yeah uh yeah that was a really good pick okay then uh we'll bounce back to you who's your number three
0: cause i know who your number one and
1: number two is so no, really. <laughs> it's, it's, it's you. pretty easy and so you could, you could switch maybe two and three but uh number three oh, i'm gonna go with okada because uh, i mean and did did he have one bad match the whole thing maybe his worst match was fall so
0: I mean, yeah, Okada,
1: and he had fourteen points, and he's still the champ. And every time Okada wrestles, is really good. So that's my number three.
0: Yeah, my number three. These one, two, and three were tough, but uh, obviously I will have my reason. But my number three was Ibushi. Obviously, you know the, the overall winner. Uh, you know, worked a good majority of that tournament with a busted heel. Still so has a great match, it Obviously gets the win over Okada, wins the whole thing. I guess this. I guess a win over Tanahashi. Gets his win back over Osprey and still only finishes number three in my MVP. So I had a Bushi number three, which I'm assuming he'd be your number two. Yes, he'd be my number
1: two. <laughs> so and, and yeah. I agree with you. I, I forgot about the, the heel injury early on. But I mean, all his matches were really good too. So, and I think like he's now, if he isn't there, he's almost right at that like top New Japan level with Okada, Naido. I think he's Tanahashi. number two now.
0: I think that I think because that Tanahashi lose so much and wins and losses matter. I think that he's number two. I think Okada's number one. I think he's two. I don't know who's three. You can make an argument for Osprey. You can still make an argument for Naito. You can make an argument for I Know Who You... Jay White, you can make an argument for Ishii. Yep.
1: I, I, I um, can you see can
0: make it. make your argument. Yep, speaking of Ishii, I, I know I sent you a text <laughs> message I, after Okada... Who it? Was an Okada versus... What well, uh, What's it? Cool it was Okada's Okay. I said, I said, boy, i tell you what. I know we keep saying Ishii is always our MVP. But I think because of the fact that I think Okada's the best wrestler in the world, the most prestigious belt in wrestling. That it's just like ah, you, you know, let's let's look at somebody else. But I'm like, I, I, I just don't think that's fair. And I think Ishii. I know he's your number one. I know it was announced earlier today that Ishii was the overall winner in the uh, fans' vote for yeah. the Wrestling Observer MVP wow. of the G One. So um, I know Ishii is your number one. Right? Number two. I gave my number one to Okada.
1: Really? Okay. Uh, well, yeah. Hey, just you can't I argue gave, that.
0: Uh, I, it, I mean, it was close. It was, it, it, it was so close, but I, I just think that here's a guy that can kind of, not coast, but it's just like, alright, if he's having four and a half, you know, 4.75 star matches, it, it's fine. You know, he's Okada. But he just absolutely blew me away, just about how he just made everybody else look, look better.
1: Yeah, I agree definitely with you, hundred percent.
0: Beauty Ishii number one, so go ahead, give me your give give give, give me your salesman. <laughs> so you know you
1: don't have to sell. Me. Yeah, <laughs> not that'll be hard. Uh, yeah. So he was my MVP last year, and I believe the year before too. I mean, this guy has the most solid run. I think out of anyone in the tournament. I mean, he always has great matches. Even his match with Yano was probably Yano's best match. I think I give that. Three, three stars, maybe three point five, but I mean, yeah, him and Moxley, everyone was looking forward to that, and him and Shingo. I mean, just Ishii. Oh, no. Ishi, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, a hard hitting match. Just anytime you Ishi in the G1, it's like. Okay, he's gonna do really good. And then last year, I mean, the match would go last year the match, Kenny Omega. I mean, I yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus, like every year he just kicks ass in the tournament. And it's like this guy needs the world title. I I can see why he doesn't get the world title, cause maybe, he, you know, not so much in the charisma part, but in the ring, man, he is awesome. So that's my MVP. The three years strong now.
0: Yeah. I obviously can't disagree with you. I just, I just give the this, this slight edge to Okada. Just give, I don't know if it's the charisma or the crowd. I don't care around the crowd. A Okada
1: just connects with the crowd more. And then uh, my 1B would be Suzuki because it's Suzuki. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I would say honorable uh, mention Lance Archer because of how uh, he's coming out of this tournament looking way better than when he went in
0: think about, like, here's my top five. Goto, Kenobushi, Ishii Okada. I did not have Osprey in it. Nope. I did not have Naito in it. I did, I'm did. i the biggest Tanahashi fanboy. did not have Tanahashi in it. I didn't have Shingo in it. Neither of us had Shingo. Yeah. He had an awesome tournament. Yeah, he had so, some great matches. So, I mean,
1: I mean, when you gotta, when you gotta pick the best of the best. I mean, sometimes, you know, somebody gotta make it, somebody doesn't. So.
0: Yeah. Now, just think about this. King, I, what I'm thinking, king of pro wrestling, is going to look like because obviously Okada has to defend the title against anybody he's lost to. Now he lost to Bushi, but if, now this, since they've been doing the briefcase, uh, they started that in 2012. No, whoever's won their block, it's and the opposite block as the champion. So this is the first time that the, that they that they've, that they've had the winner go over the champion. So obviously Bushi's not going to get two title shots. But right, if they do it. No. I don't care. I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So, King of Pro Wrestling can very easily look like Naito versus Jay White. Abushi defending the briefcase because Jay White beat Naito Naito's the National champion. They could do that but they basically wrestle King of them. defending the briefcase against Henta the <laughs> and then Okada uh, and Sonata again which I have no problem. That, can be of- that, that, that. Well could be King of Pro that very well be King of
1: Pro Wrestling 5. Yeah I, th- I thought they were going to go with Sonata for the first Okada t- 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 Title defense after G1, just because of that big win. But they're going Suzuki, which I'm not, I'm not gonna complain about that. But yeah, I can see definitely see that card.
0: Well, I think I think they need to do something to keep Okada between now and October, because that's when uh Pro wrestling is. But then you know, Bushi has uh, gonna have to defend against Evil, and then Kenta. But I think you see the Kenta match. I think you know you put Evil match in the main event, and on one of the destruction shows. Um, okay. And then you do, uh, and then you do for co because they always do those matches back to back, like the three like. The year that Omega won was like the best King of Pro Wrestling ever. You had Kyle O'Reilly and Shibata for the never title. You had uh, the briefcase. You had the um, Kenny. Kenny decided to rematch Goto. He beat Goto in the finals. He rematched him, because everyone said it was a fluke. And then the main event was Mafuji. of uh, Ka- to get Okada because he beat Okada in the first the first night of the G One. So it was like that was like your King of Pro Wrestling. You're like, wow! I thought it was the best King of Pro Wrestling ever. I think this one's the top. Dude. you do Okada and Sonata on top, and then a Bushi Kenta with a healthy Bushi and and a red hot Kenta no, as your yeah. co made event, and then you know Naito. I mean Naito lost a ton of matches, so I mean I'll, I mean even if you do Naito and Yano, it's just like yeah whatever, it'll be fun. And, you know, like the focus is going to be on the two last matches. Oh, yeah, but totally. you can do Naito J White, which I think they'll save for the dome. You can do Naito and what do you also do, do Masu Boxley. Uh, you can do that there. So. Yeah, I mean there's we got a lot of stuff from now on in the Tokyo though, but I don't
1: I I don't think you switch that Tokyo Dome that. I think mean, you gotta do Okada version. Yeah, yeah, yeah at least for day one. Maybe day two yeah, if you flip the title and you do a different world title match. Yeah, for day one, you yeah, have to do that. I yeah. kinda see All that right. day one doing that and then Jericho Tanahashi maybe being the uh, semi main. Well you
0: know, here's another thing I was thinking about. Naito, I mean, the big thing is he wants to main event the Tokyo dome,
1: maybe main event the Tokyo Dome is top champion. Yeah, which hey. That'd be cool.
0: So, I mean, so maybe do him and Jay White on top, and then you do the uh, the attraction match, Garrett the with Tanahashi underneath. You...
1: Yeah, you could do that.
0: So, yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, regardless, I will be watching both days at 3 a.m. or whatever it is. Yeah. Let's get into our top 10 matches from the GM. I will start Will Ospreay and Ken
1: Okay, you're starting from whatever?
0: Uh, ta- I'm going 10, 9, 8. Okay, cause
1: yeah. I kind of yeah, have mine in order, but not like I have my top ones. like, Kind of put them by what I gave five stars. So I'll, I'll start at Tinto. But I, I, I was kind of struggling because I'm like, oh, what do I, there's so many good matches here. So it's I, tough. yeah, at the bottom of mine is going to be Donna Hodge versus Osprey, which was a great match, which I gave 4.5. And that's night uh, 17.
0: My number nine
1: was Ishii and Naito. Oh, okay. I'm close to you there. That's I got Okada versus Kenta for night nine. And, and that's 4.5. So that's, that's my number nine. And then, uh, not to jump ahead, but Ishii versus Nino's number eight. Okay, there you go.
0: Yeah. Uh, so then my number eight, I can't believe that the, the, to me, this match I thought would be one or two. But uh, just the fact that G1 was so good, I almost got lost. And it was Tanahashi Okama, great right? year of wrestling, with only number
1: eight. Yeah, and that was uh, the first night, too. So imagine yes, getting that sir. first night. Uh, so uh, my number seven now, uh, Ishii versus Juice. I thought that match was awesome. That's from night 10. And I gave that 4.75. Uh, my number seven was Abushi vs. Tanahashi. Oh, okay. See, it's, it's it's tough to narrow it down. So, it's number six for me, uh, my, my MVP and again, uh, was Ishii versus Shingo. Another great match from Night 16, and I gave that 4.75 as well. Ishii and Shingo was my number five, my number six was Shingo and Naito. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, 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 uh, we flip-flopped in there, my, my number five oh. is Shingo and Naito. Yeah,
0: so what's your number
1: four? Uh, uh, Okada versus Sonata. Now we're getting down, and down to like the the, the, oh, the really yes. awesome matches.
0: No, oh my god, I don't even have Okada and Sonata. Really? Wow <laughs> Oh and that was an easy five star match. Yeah. Well
1: I already have my list read. Number four was the final white Bushi. Oh okay. And uh, number four, well I'm number three, Tanahashi versus Bushi. Um I have I don't think I even have Tanahashi and Bushi
0: on here. Oh my no, goodness. Yeah, so you know what wild. I forgot?
1: I totally forgot and I, I gotta get it around Moxley versus Ishii.
0: <laughs> I, t- I totally forgot. I was like, oh man. I don't That's know so where I to put it in. Tournament is. Um, number three
1: was Okada Bushi. Okay, number two for me, Okada uh, Koda Wushi versus Will Ospreay.
0: I don't even Night oh five. We'll yeah, five, five, five stars do for do this, that one. We may have to do a bonus feature to <laughs> do this because my number two and this number one and number two for me were definitely gonna be the same. Uh was uh, Ken- Kenta and Okada. I mean to me this was this was Kenta. I loved this match.
1: Yeah, and I already had I had that as my number nine. So, yeah. and then my number one, obviously, Okada versus Osprey. That was, I think, the best match of the whole show.
0: Yano and Jeff Cobb. Cott- no. <laughs> Yano and lost. Jeff Cobb. Cott- Ta- taichi we had and. Uh... We had number
1: one. Yeah, we we had number one. Okada versus Osprey. But... Yeah, I mean that was that. If someone says go back and watch one match, I'll tell them to watch that one. Yeah,
0: that was mind blowing. Um. Well, I mean, I, we kind of did a top five and top ten, but I'm gonna kind
1: of just do a bonus top five. So, hey are your top five matches from um, from this past week? From the okay. Uh, oh, jeez. let me let me think here. So, I'll go you, Shirai and Candice. No order. Um, let me let me look at the last two nights here. So there's one. Then I'll throw out Shingo, Shingo and Goto because that was the uh, two. Uh, Brock vs Seth. Let's go AJ versus Ricochet, and then hmm. Uh, let, let's do that that three way from NXT with the Dream, uh, Velveteen Dream, and uh, Pete Dunne and and Roderick.
0: No matches from the
1: G1. No, I, I had a well. There's the two oh. days I threw in Shingo versus uh oh. Godo. Sorry,
0: I was writing. Yeah, I have um.
1: And I, I, get, have, well, like, I just seen that I could have had Tanahashi Will Ospreay, too. <laughs> we'll say that no Okada versus Abushi. So there's seven.
0: There's a lot. Yeah, mine would be Brock versus Seth. I you know I totally agree with you there. Well, White and Abushi, Abushi Okada, uh, Shingo and uh, Goto, and then uh, and, you know I totally forgot to talk about PPW Ring of Honor. I, I guess I kind of got to ra- kind of wrap it up with it real quick. But the, yeah. uh, the Ring of Honor tag match that I t- talked about before we went on the air. With a Haskins and Bandito versus Gresham and
1: Lethal. I thought that, that was great. Oh, cool! I had, I love to go back and watch it. And what was that
0: show? What was the
1: the kid oh, right that,
0: that was a Showdown of the Sun. That was on Friday.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, Friday night, man. What a, what a loaded weekend it was. Nonstop wrestling.
0: And all of it was great. I have nothing to point out. That all all of it was great. You have a, a top five for me? Yeah, sir. I
1: did. So so this is also wrestling related. So it's all wrestling episode. Give me uh, five guys within possibility that you would like to see in the G one next year. Like, so, you know, obviously don't say CM Punk. You know,
0: so, so, like, five, like, maybe different people. You think
1: yeah, five different mean. people. So, like, obviously, we know Okada and I don't I mean. And so, five uh, different people that, you know.
0: Let's say let's say they do their working relationship with Ring of Honor and AEW. Yeah,
1: so we, yeah we, we'll, we'll do that. Like, you obviously can't Personal? say Roman Reigns, yeah. you know. <laughs> Not that you would.
0: Ric Flair. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte Flair. Let's go with Jay Lethal.
1: Okay, ooh, that's a good one.
0: Let's go with Jay, uh, Jay Lethal, let's go with, I want to see Jeff Coppin in it again. Okay. Um, uh, let's go with, I'm trying to think of somebody from AEW. Let's go with, uh, hangman? hangman Page. Yeah, hangman, yeah. Uh, Jericho, just, oh, for oh, that. Yeah. just for the heck of it. And then let's go with, uh, you know, let's take Jericho out of it and let's put Fuji in. Ooh, that's cool. And let's put uh, Kino from All Japan in.
1: Oh, Nice. So here, here's my five. I Just because I want to see him in it. I, I think Shota Umino should be in it. Especially by, if he still uh, is with Moxley been for the big on year. that
0: since, since <laughs> yeah. Rita for the junior. Yeah, put him You're in. Real big on yeah, that. Yeah, he
1: doesn't have to win. He doesn't even have to get two points. I want to see him in it. Uh, I want to see Moxley in again. I want to see uh, a guy named Brody Lee, Luke Harper. If he gets out of his contract, why not put him in it? I think he would do really well. And just because he wasn't in it this year, I want Suzuki in it next year. And then here's my uh, one: if you're gonna draft one person from all Japan, Kento Miyahara. Yep, that's what I said. K-
0: yep, yeah, him. Yep. K- Kino Kento Miyahara. Yeah, that's what that's who I'm talking about. Now. Oh, okay, I did like yeah, I'm gonna change all my five to Minoru <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, Put him in, yeah. please. Put him in again.
0: Yeah, Kento Miyahara. I think it's it's K E N O H. I don't know if it's Kino or Kento. I think it's or, Kento, uh, yeah,
1: like K- Ken and then Kyo Kento.
0: Yeah, but no that's yeah, so we got put that stuff at the same guy that we wanted to yeah, so I mean, put uh, him yeah. in And then, and, and then they're, they're champions like 22 23 the guy from Noah. His name is like Kito Kiyomara So oh,
1: okay, that oh that's oh, really real confusing. close. Yeah. yeah, it is Kento Miyahara. So Kento K-E-N-T-O K- What's their guys name? I'm gonna look him up real quick? The guy
0: from Noah?
1: Yeah
0: He actually, you know, we might have thinking about doing this maybe since there's really no, I mean, because we're kind of, maybe I'll send you a couple matches from, uh, you know, maybe we can, if we get a chance, we can review them on next week's show. It's, uh, I just had it on the old YouTube. Okay, what's going on here?
2: King, king, Uh, Yeah, it's Keto, I have
0: it. We type in K- K-A-I-T-O.
1: And then, Momoto? K-A-Y. Okay, K-A-Y, K-A-Y. Is
0: that, is that thing pulling up?
1: Uh, No, I'm getting anime people. Oh,
0: okay so that how you
1: spell his last name is
0: k i y o m i y a k a y a m k i y o m i y a this is a really good match for him and nakajima okay noah i actually send it, i'll send it to you actually right now okay I yeah, one yeah send one
1: it now because yeah. I, I just typed in i got kato kayama who is a and uh, uh Apparently a college swimmer.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you, you don't want to. You're not gonna watch that. <laughs> no, but, um, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, I, I know we're kind of going long here, but like we said, we had to. So I did. I did. One time the Ring of Honor show was was pretty good. Uh, you know, from what I from what I saw, I did kind of start dozing off for the double main event. Uh, the best match was the tag match that I talked about before, been, you know, Haskins versus Gresham and Lethal. Uh, Alex Shelley looked really good in his, you know, first really big return with Matt Taven. Obviously, you know, Taven went over, and then the ladder war was exactly what we thought it was going to be with with the girls of death and the first, with bloody, a lot of crazy bumps, um, nothing really mind blowing. You kind of knew it was going to be kind of just a brawl with ladders, and that's that's what it was. Both those guys looked really good, but I do want to talk about. And who won that? Because I, I
1: didn't hear who won.
0: Oh, Chris. Oh, okay. Obviously, because that girls of we got on a plane the next day and then flew to because that was Friday. And then oh, geez. On. yeah. So then they flew to you there for the G1. So, yeah, I know uh, this is my first venture uh, for PPW. I know you've been wrestling there for for quite a while. So, I was in a tag match. It was me and John West and Coco Beware, the Hall of Famer. The Birdman. Yeah, versus two guys that are are coming out of uh, Breakers. One guy is his ninth match, the other one is his first match. And I had a surprise opponent who I was. Tipped off to be James Ellsworth. Now I've known him, and you've known him for a very long time. When we used to wrestle for MCW for Mike down in Delaware, uh, when he was a, when he was Jimmy Dream. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I, to, I really haven't talked to him since he, you know. I think when he signed his contract, I think I sent him over a message saying, "Hey, congratulations," you know, and kind of like that was it. And I really didn't talk to him too much even you know, even before that. So uh, you know, it's just not that you know we have any feed. It's just you, you know you just get busy. You know you don't you don't see people so kind of wondering, and you know this far, I mean, you've been in this, you've been ratting through the Indies a while. Sometimes when somebody gets a tryout or gets a little bit of a run and they get back on the Indies, part of my language they kind of become a dick. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been a lot of them for people that have had tryout matches and they walk around like you kiss their feet. Like, yeah. I'm like, you just... You but they do
1: one job up. and all of a sudden they're a superstar.
0: Yeah, they, they, they walk around like they're a superstar. And it's just like, well your match tonight just sucked You You stopped at the right place at the right time so Mark Henry I mean, could beat you for two minutes. Yeah. So... Uh, and so I wasn't sure how I was going to get that with Jimmy. I really don't. I wonder if he's going to remember. So we get to the venue, and I'll kind of make a long story short. We get to the venue it's the you know the mall, Steve Town, which I, it's like it's, it feel bad because I used to hang out there all the time, and half the stores are closed. And there's nobody there. Even the food court there was there was a the smoothie place that, that they had. I'm like, oh sweet, I'll get a smoothie, get some good energy. They were know? open. They were open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, from six to eight. That was it. Oh, God. Six, no, and Sunday. So they were open eight hours the entire week. I'm like, how do you pay your rent?
1: Yeah. Why even bother? So,
0: yeah, I finally play a place to eat. I go back in the locker room, and as soon as I open up the curtain, there's Jimmy right there. Right? And I was like, "Hell, oh, man, look who it is. He goes, Matt Turner, holy, you know, holy shit, I haven't seen you forever. You know, how, you know, I heard you're still at it, blah, blah, blah. I was like, "How's everything give me a big hug? And, like, not only does he not have this big head, he's cooler than he ever was. We talked for probably about a good two hours of just—I mean, obviously it's not my story to tell. He told me a lot of the BS that happened in WWE, the good, yeah. the bad, this, is that, the angles he pitch, what he did, you know, this or that. The most I've ever talked to him, uh, and like I said, like I said, not only did he not have a big head, cooler than he what he was when I last saw him six or seven years ago. So huge props to him. And then I told him, I said, "What do you want to do in the match?" He said, Look, you know. What I understand the guy, the two guys on my team are green. I said the one guy's his ninth or tenth match, and the guy's his first match. It's obviously, you know, it's going to be up to Coco because I just went Coco about a month ago. We had, you know, A, B, and C planned out, and then he literally changed it as soon as we got there. So, <laughs> and stuff, you know, I said, I don't care, I'll call the whole thing in the ring. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. I'm just worried about the two other guys, you know, John West and John West, and all have to pretty good. So, um, we were on fifth, and uh, we're trying to get with Coke. I'm Like, what do you want to do? If you want, you want to call in the rest. If you want to call in the ring, I'll just take care of these other two guys. At least they have an idea to do. They're nervous enough to it. Yeah. So he's like, I'll let you know when I'm ready. The first match is just about finishing. He goes, "Okay, guys, come back here. I want to talk to you." <laughs> so he just basically gives him like, "Okay, like, all right you know, we got literally in eight, each match is eight to ten minutes, so we have maybe about a half an hour before we're going out there." So he basically just says. Uh, hey, I've had my run. Um, obviously, they want the faces to go over, which would be him and John West. I don't need to win. He points at me, and he goes, why don't you get the win? He said, like, why don't you get the pants?" Okay, that's what you want to do. And he's like, appreciate you guys help me out. He goes, my knees are bad. You guys can just carry it for me. He's like, just carry it for me. So he basically wanted to do the basic psychology of the match, and I said, why don't we do this? So I kind of just threw the first thing they do. I said, you guys want to do it. Now? I said, obviously, the stars of this match are you. You Know because you're a Hall of Famer and Ellsworth because he's just coming off TV, but here's the thing that I see and he's like, Great! I go, you know, I go to Jimmy. I said, What do you think? He like, No, nah, man, that works for me. He's like, No problem, it's okay. You know, I went over my one spot I want to do with the one guy, went over the finish, and that was it. The match was really good. Obviously, wasn't the, I know I'm not going to have the style of the match that we like to have in yeah. the Japan, the PWG, the Ring of Monitor style. It was, you know, match is really good. Um, you know, I, I, I match got over. Nothing crazy happened. We were in and out, you know, eight, nine minutes. The crowd was really hot. I get to the wind with a choke. So, you know, everything gets done. My dad is obviously a big fan of 80s wrestling. My dad was there. My wife was there. My brother in law, not uh, my, yeah, my brother in law, my, uh, my cousin was there. My father in law was there. And uh, my wife was there. Amber was there. Uh, my, uh, my mom was there. My mom rarely comes to shows because she doesn't really like wrestling. She doesn't like me when I'm wrestling because she's afraid I'll do something stupid and get hurt. But it was five minutes from the house, you know, the mall, in town. So but I think the coolest part of the night was, and I didn't find out until I got back to uh, my parents' house, and I was having a beer with my dad, because everybody knows I have a very close relationship with my dad. He was walking by, he went to go leave, and Coco was over there selling merch, and so he goes, Hey, Coco, he shakes your hand, he goes, great show, he goes, uh, I just want to let you know, he goes, my, sh- my son was in your match, he goes, which one? He goes, Matt Turner, and he goes, he was the star of the show. He yeah. goes, he was he watching, nice. he was doing the ring, he was the star of the show, he's got a bright future ahead of him, he goes, you should be real proud of him. So I thought that was really cool that Coco put me yeah, over. Yeah, that's
1: awesome. And and how so, cool is it for that one guy whose first matches with Coco Beware? Yeah, it's not with Shawn Michaels or anything, but the thing that's awesome.
0: He was real nervous and he goes, I, Coco's I, not calling anything, he's not calling the reason why he's not calling anything is he doesn't want if you're calling everything, if you're calling hundred percent of the match, you have hundred percent of the match to remember. Yeah. If you're calling very little of the match, I said you are only doing this, this and this, and then we have to the, fi- the finish of the match was um uh, I get the hot tag bump 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 bump, turn around. Ellsworth hits with a super kick, Coco takes Ellsworth, The psycho I had even from the psychology of the match was I'll start, I'll do a hot spot real 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 quick. Um, he'll tag out to Ellsworth, Ellsworth comes in and says, I want Coco, Coco tags in, they go to circle up, Ellsworth tags out. So this way it's just like you know, here's the two big stars of the match, they were getting ready to clash, Ellsworth wants nothing to do with Coco. So this way Ellsworth hits with a super kick, Coco takes him out, um, so they go to do like a train spot where they go to uh me and john west to each other we reverse it the other two heels hit each other i just took the other guy out you know simple enough yeah so, um yeah so it was it was uh it, it, you know it, it was simple enough and it was just uh, sounds it cool. Was really cool yeah so it, it was really easy um it got over it was really cool it, yeah, the coolest part about it was was just how cool Jimmy you know, James Ellsworth is. Again, like I haven't seen him in years. I thought he'd have a big head he told me, let I mean, if you ever want any extra work or if you and Heather because I saw you and Heather tagging up, how's that going? Everybody's you know, that's when I was I was telling you, everybody in the locker room and the fans was just like, Where's Heather? How come they are not tagging? You, you hear the buzz. He goes, if you had ever want to try to get like a a dark or he's like maybe I can work something out there for you. He's like I still have connections there. I was like, Yeah, hey, you know, we we'll, you know we'll, we'll talk. So yeah, uh, and Sue so, again, like I said, you you, you know when these people are coming back from tryouts or they come back from a Japan tour somewhere big or come back from the WWE. They can be jerks, not even close. Ellsworth was just cool, cooler than when I knew him when he was Jimmy Dream. And he cool. was a Pretty down earth, yeah. cool guy. So success never got to his head. So. He's just loving life, and he, you know, he's very, you know, hey man, keep in touch. Any way that I can uh, help you out, let me know. And, and we actually, as soon as I got there, gave him a hug. He's like, let me go, we gotta get a picture together. No, that's so cool. So he he sent it over to Massive Mike, and then he <laughs> put it on his Twitter. I put it on my Twitter. As soon as I put it on my Twitter, he full, You know, obviously I have, you know, 2,000 followers. Now I don't even think that much on Twitter. He's got, I think, 100,000 really followers. A maybe more. Yeah, more. So as soon as he retweeted mine, I think I got something like 50 followers. And like, How about in the first that? It's like 10 minutes. That's so, awesome that's cool man you know i get and, and uh, it, it just shows you how, how great wrestling is so
1: yeah definitely and, and did you see who's gonna be their next show and i don't mean Enzone cast
0: yes i do and it, obviously you guys know me i'm a ginormous mma fan my all-time favorite heavyweight is josh barnett just because he represents pro wrestling but he would be 1a 1b would be frank yeah wow, how
1: about that yeah frank mirror going i seen that i was like
0: wow That's a a good get.
1: And that's the Saturday, September 21st, I'm looking at right now. Frank Mirror, then Madison Rain, Enzo Cass, and uh, Austin Aries, too.
0: Austin Aries, so, yes. uh, That's a loaded show. Yeah, see what you can do about getting on that show, partner. Yeah, Uh, and Rhino. See what you can do. I uh, I, I texted our buddy Brad because I I, I left right after his match. I think he was 8 of 10 or something or 7 or 9 something. So I left and he got, so I sent him a picture. I said, well, I said, do you know about this? I said, yeah, they made the announcement. They said that they, that they from Frank Grieger's. You would have found out if you didn't leave early. And I said, look, I said, I chose leaving early to have beers with my dad. So, yeah. and I think by that decision.
1: <laughs> and it's not like, yeah, you know, I don't think I show, but you probably didn't miss that much. So.
0: <laughs> no, I know um, Adina Steele was wrestling. And then the main event was Trajan, uh, Mike Mitchell, and Johnny. Oh, well, sure. I mean,
1: um moran i'm sure that was pretty moran.
0: good yeah yeah sure i just wanted i just kind of just wanted to i wanted to get out i just wanted to just kind of just you know yeah like uh get out and just you know go watch the nxt show and you know obviously your is a good buddy of mine and uh, i just where where he's come last 18 months leave the bounds. i can't him over enough but all in all man this was just a great weekend of wrestling we said the show was the show was good cool seeing jimmy again and you know knowing that i have you know just how awesome he's doing and just everything that he's done and mm-hmm. you know coco being coco hey, oh and so i went to leave i said coco i don't know where coco is coming from So yeah. I go, coco i said you have a safe drive home because i'm not driving i'm flying I'm like oh big star you're flying he goes come on matt i'm the bird man <laughs> <on.">
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny on the bird man oh okay
0: yeah but uh um, oh, yeah boy. i mean all the, all the shows i watched were excellent and obviously you know that show was really good and uh hopefully the, there's a return to ppw and hopefully yeah it's, uh it's you know teaming up the old blue gold because like i was texting you the other day i the, the boys and the fans are all asking for it. they're all where is that they teaming you up but they're all asking for it so you know hopefully it's on the next show with uh with you know somebody that i've looked up to a long time with uh frank mayor so
1: yeah definitely so we'll, we'll we see who see. knows you know
0: we shall see but sorry right, partner well i think uh this is a, about a good time today to
1: wrap this yeah, up. yeah, we're going a little long here. We're over the two-hour mark, 204, so I guess if you want to find me on social media, just look me up, Andy Hedder, on Facebook and Instagram, and then no shows this week, but next week we have The Big Shoe at True Wrestling, and that's in uh, Berwick, right? No, not it's no. Berwick, It's It's in... Uh, Bloomsburg. Yeah, Bloomsburg. Bloomsburg at the school. The Fight for Miracle 4, so that should be awesome. We'll talk more about that, but yeah, that's definitely in next, uh the 25th. 24th, that's month Favorite Sorry. I was flavored.
0: it. Uh, guys, if you wanna get a hold of me, if you wanna get if you wanna get a Yeti cooler, put some five percent <laughs> nutrition in you just go to five percent nutrition, get some all day you may. Their Southern sweet tea is by far the best tasting supplement I've ever had and got. You know, keeps you cool on these last few warm days of summer and you get your BCAAs and good to caffeine. Just uh, go to 5% Nutrition type in the internet and save yourself some uh, some money in the back end. But guys, uh, G1 wrapped up, thank you guys so much for hanging with us. We you know this was a long show. We knew it would be a longer show. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you got, you know, tell us who your MVPs are. Tell us about what matches, you, you know, you like Where uh, your top ten, your yeah. top five. Who do you want to you know, see in
1: like the G1 next year?
0: Yeah, who do you want to see in the G one next year? Absolutely, other than Ben, Noah Rose, yeah, 7,
1: yeah.
2: Uh,
0: hit us up, hit me up on the old uh, the Twitter, the Instagram, uh, Matt underscore Turner of. And uh, hey guys, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, thanks for tagging along, and from I'm Matt Turner and he is
1: Matty Hedder. and this was episode sixty two, and we'll catch you next time.